welcome to Something Wicked Podcast. I am your host, Caleb. Uh, Ryan's not here today. Um, we're going to have him. Uh, come, uh, he's going to be back next week. So uh, that's going to be cool. We're going to have some things, announcements, uh, talk about um, next week. Uh, but uh, for now, I am joined here with uh, two of uh to my friends uh, from a couple podcasts ago, uh, Landis and Justice. Say hi, guys. What up, what up? Who are you people? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we're uh, uh, doing something different. Uh, this is probably a new audio setup, uh, so please forgive me if it, like, sounds weird. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're just going to work with what we have for now. Um, so... Uh, let's get started into, um, this podcast. Uh, hey guys, how, how was your week? Uh, like, uh, tell me some stuff about, like, uh, Christmas week-wise, like, uh, uh, what'd you guys get for Christmas, or, like, what, what'd you guys do for Christmas? Want to go first, Justice, or do you who, who am I to say no to going first to do something? Why not? Ahem. For Christmas, I got money, couple gift cards, one of which didn't work. And a briefcase. Who gave so, you the gift card that didn't work? Uh, my uncle Sal. It was a twenty-five dollar Fandango gift card that we used to watch like uh, Knives Out. But no, after trying two different movie theaters, <sighs> that was terrible. The AMC was just like, nah, not nah, fam. He doesn't love you. I, I guess not. Nah, we, I know he loves me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's only because we used it the wrong way. We should have really went on Fandango and. Figured out like what movies took that card. As far as I know, it's unexpired, so we got time. Yeah. There you I, go. I, I, uh, I don't know what movies we're gonna watch. I mean, uh, the only movies that's movie. coming out lately is, is uh, like Bad you Boys. See cats? Yeah. You can see uh, Frozen Two. Oh my God! I can. I can see Frozen One. Worth it, then I guess. <laughs> so you're just gonna be confused. You're gonna just be like. Who's this chicken? Why does she have ice powers? Hey, I played Kingdom Hearts. I saw Frozen like five, I saw Frozen like five minutes in that game. I just saw them sing "Let It Let, let It Go." That's it. That's all I need. All I need to see. Uh, became an ice statue. There you go. That, that's it. Uh, what about you, Landis? So how was your Christmas? Yeah, my Christmas was uh, pretty good. Um, gift wise. Um, I like my my mom got me like some pretty like useful things. Uh, she got me a Starbucks gift card. Although I'm I'm, I'm like lukewarm towards Starbucks and a coffee snob, um, but it's still nice to have. Um, and yeah, so that was great. My girlfriend got me some plants. Her siblings got me some really cool gifts. Um, one of her siblings drew a picture of me as Kylo Ren, and I I like that a lot. Um, That's funny. The dark side of the force is way more powerful than the light. We all know that. So that's why I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that that that's awesome! Like, uh, yeah, n- not much has really gone for me, uh, Christmas wise. Um, uh, I went down to my parents' house, uh, um, and I was just joined with my like uh, little cousins, and uh, we had a pretty good time. Uh, gift wise, uh, I got. Uh, socks and like clothes pretty much when you're like a 20 year old that's what you want <laughs> um you, you really don't want anything else um because you can pretty much go and buy anything that you yeah, really your want parents are like hey you 
you have a job. Like, you can get what the expensive stuff that you want. Right. Like, it, uh, I don't know about you guys. Just the excitement for Christmas is just diminished over time. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like as a kid, I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get all the toys I ever want and stuff like that. Uh, but, like, <laughs> now that I know what my parents had to do to get that those toys, I feel, like, super terrible. <laughs> Yeah, all that stuff was, like, expensive, because, like, I don't know, we, our parents kind of got shafted, because, like, <sighs> when we were growing up, um, all the cool stuff was the electronics, so all the stuff that we wanted was expensive. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Like, our grandparents got lucky, because when our parents were, like, kids, like, none of that stuff was, like, crazy, like, it was just toys that were, like, super cheap to make. Oh, right. I'm gonna tell you, I was looking on Instagram, and I saw a picture of a little kid, of a little girl's, uh... Christmas list. Yeah. New laptop. AirPods. A new iPhone. Again, just... I bet it's probably worse stuff. now, actually, than when we were kids, because, yeah. like, now you have, like, AirPods. And we didn't have now you have, We had iPhones, but, like, now... Um, part of our childhood, we had iPhones, but, yeah. like, yeah, now you have, like, AirPods. Now you have all the game systems, plus, like, you know, laptops and everything like that. So all the streaming services everywhere It's just well. wild now, yeah. Oh, yeah, like... You know, some kid probably wants a streaming service subscription for Christmas. Like... I, I always uh, forget that, like, uh, my, my little cousins are, like, uh, in high school now, um, so that's always weird to me whenever uh, um, I think about them. I think, I always imagine them, like, still in elementary school, uh, but whenever I see them, like, on, like, iPhones and stuff like that, I'm like, is that a little advance for you at your age and stuff like that? But yeah, get them all now at, like, five, five yeah. yeah, five, six, like, that's, kids have smartphones by them now. Yeah, I, I see all my little siblings at, like, five years old using tablets, like, little wasn't playing, like, PS4 and Xbox since, like, I don't know, four or five. I, like, can't complain, though, because I got my first phone, and Justin got his pretty early, too, but I got my first phone yeah. at nine. Yeah. Like, it, was a, it was a flip phone. I mean, I couldn't, there were, smartphones weren't out then, no. so, like, I could only have a flip phone. <laughs> it was yeah. Like, option. No, I, my phone was, like, one of those, like, gray, indestructible phones that, uh, that had the physical keyboard. That even had an actual keyboard, just the random buttons. All I could do was call, I think, text. That's it. Yeah, I remember I was like nine or ten, and my first phone was a Virgin Mobile. Uh, so solid white flip phone that you can play like uh, only one or two games on, and uh, it was only for like my parents told me. Don't use it for anything else except for emergencies and stuff like that. And yeah, me too. Although, like, <laughs> I remember we could, uh, I got really into downloading music as, like, ringtones. Because there was, oh, like, man. there weren't, like, music players like that. So I just downloaded everything as a ringtone on my phone. Right. I also remember just flipping it. And, like, I think flip phones are cool. Like, yeah. you just flip them and, I don't know, it's the novelty of it. Like, yeah, have yeah. The, have you ever seen the newer Nokia Razor? Like, Nokia were, like, you know the Razor phone where they had, uh, you have the Matrix? Yeah, they made no, they more, they made a more updated version of that or whatever. See that? There you go. You could just use a flip phone. There you go. Skip that. Just yeah. Tell all your friends. Oh, oh. Speaking of Matrix, like, did you guys uh, see that both John Wick Four and Matrix Four are coming out on the uh, same, same day? day? Yeah, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, uh, it was like um, May or March of this year. Okay. Uh, they're coming out on the same exact day, and yeah, you know, both are Keanu Reeves. So, wow. <laughs> this whole year is just going to be Keanu Reeves, uh, okay. the year of Keanu Reeves, because he also has uh, that new Spongebob movie coming out oh, um, right. with him in it. Um, Have you seen Keanu Reeves as a Jedi? 
You know what? Yes. I, I, I want him in Star Wars. I feel like he would be good. He would probably be the most violent Jedi to ever exist. There's after seeing, after seeing or maybe he, would he be a Sith or a Jedi? You know what? He I, would, I would be okay, okay with him being a Sith. Yeah, I, I don't think so on, on like being a Sith or a Jedi. He can do either or perfectly fine. Because again, mm-hmm. John Wick, you see how violent he freaking gets. I would definitely be down for him being a Jedi. Or, I mean, a Sith. Because we've always been um, seeing like, uh, him in this like good light. Uh, but he's always like the protagonist. I want to see him be an yeah, antagonist for right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it would be very interesting. The one person I do think he would um be right for is uh I, I think I told you before uh Darth um uh Darth Revan. Uh, I would definitely like to see him play that character. Uh, but if he if they could come up with, like a really unique role for Keanu Reeves. I would be down with that. Oh, uh, yeah. you, you, you've already seen that, like, uh, one video where he's on, uh, he, he's in uh, uh, John Wick Part 3, and they, somebody uh, put a lightsaber on, like, his bike battle, or, or like, the bike he has on with the bikes. I don't know if you guys seen that one yet. Nah. Oh, it, it's really <laughs> good. Like, uh, you can almost, like, picture him as, like, a, a Jedi or Sith. Uh, but, uh, on the subject of um, of gifts and Christmas, what was the your favorite gift as a kid, like toy wise or like things that you can remember that you were just so ecstatic about? Oh, I think my man. absolutely favorite gift was the PS2. PS2. And I say that because like that was like I had a PS1, and the PS1 was my first console, mm-hmm. but I was so young that. I don't even remember most of it and like all my siblings, well, my sister used it and my cousins used it. So the PS2 was really like, this is your console and this is just your for your foray in the gaming and all that stuff. So I really, I really like the PS2. That was one of my favorite Christmases. Right. Uh, what about you, Jess? See, I'm tied because I know I got my my first Xbox 360, this, my Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 style 360 with the game and a few other things. For Christmas, but I also remember when I got Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 on Christmas. I remember just playing that thing all day, mm. loving the crap out of that so much. And hey, it's okay every once in a while. So, tie. There you go, it's tied. I think the most memorable Christmas I've ever had was when I was real little, um, and my pa- uh, my grandparents were still coming down, uh, and uh, we had the tradition which they like slept, slept over and stuff like that, and. Uh, my grandparents and my parents would buy most gifts for like me and my brother, so we got the most this year because um, one, my brother was going in and out of the hospital because like he he had that asthma and stuff like that, and like cold winter time is not the best for like when you have asthma, um, and so they're like, we need to get him something to make him feel better this year and stuff like that because he's been fighting a lot. And so, um, they got us a whole bunch of, like, toys. Like, uh, they had Max Steel, which was, uh, this old version of, like, G.I. Or this other, like, off-brand G.I. Joe oh, wow. <laughs> doll, um, where he was, like, a super spy. Um, oh, I've seen this. Uh, before they, like, redid him in, like, the, uh, Disney version and yeah. stuff like that. And, um, uh... I remember, like, uh, back in my parents' office, 
gotta get a smack steel, max steel. Uh, um, I got a remote control police car. Uh, those do- uh, robotic dogs that um, uh, you um, like feed to take care of, like back from like the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't remember what those are called, but I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. Uh, and then uh, my favorite thing as a kid was like Power Rangers, and every year up until like the age of like nine and or like ten, I was like, um, give me like Power Ranger stuff. Uh, so. Uh, my parents got me the uh, blue Power Rangers from Power Rangers Wild Force. Oh, wow, the blue ranger, not the red? <laughs> I was in the blue at the time. <laughs> I was like, yo, the blue Power Ranger is the best Power Ranger. Someone, uh, someone needed to buy the other other color rangers. Because yeah. I'm yeah. sure they just kept selling out a red ranger. Yeah, basically. Just had stocks of like, everyone else. Okay, every Power Ranger. So always the red ranger that gets all the good stuff. Never, really, any of the other rangers get any love. So, you know what? Good for you, Caleb. I rarely see the pink or yellow rangers in stock for anything. Like, the, the, the like, the so least favorite ones. by, like, all the action figures. Yeah, yeah. I barely knew any girls that were just into, like, Power Rangers, like, when I was super young, so. Uh, it, everything else, otherwise, um, they, my parents also got me this one Power Rangers glove that, like, uh, every time I moved, it made the swishing sound, or, like, uh, every time I did a punching motion, it would make the, like, punch sounds. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I still remember that toy to this day. But uh, other than that, uh, for my Christmas week, uh, the, the, the one gift I wasn't expecting this year that my parents got me was uh, they got me a, a Nintendo Switch. Oh wow! And I, I was sitting there thinking, there. Okay, I'm pretty sure my mother doesn't know what a switch is because she all she had um, apparently as a kid was a Sega Genesis, and uh, uh, my father is the one that knew most of like uh, the game consoles and stuff like that because he's just as big of a nerd as me, um, and uh, uh, I, I just. Uh, uh, wasn't expecting them to even know what it was and to like uh, even get that for me. So I was super excited and happy. And one of the first games I got on that was uh, Astral Chains. I, I would have gotten Smash, but I was like, nah, I'll, I'll wait till like You're next right, paycheck. Then like Justice is gonna obsessively play the game. Yeah. When I went to college, I've already, I don't have an order copy Smash in years, but I have played uh, people enough times before I got good. So, no, go on, Caleb, do it. I want a challenge. After all, I don't even know the game. I kind of suck compared to people who, you know, actually know how to play the game. So, go on, do it, please. It'll be great. (laughs) And that's just another way of saying, yeah, do it. Buy the fighting game. Do it. So I can play it. So, do the party game. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Technically. Well, Luigi Mansion Three won for best family game, so I I don't I don't I don't think that's right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you look that up. Uh, uh, but yeah. So uh, otherwise, uh, pretty good Christmas. Uh, me and Justice just went from all his family's like house to my house, like 
getting racks and racks of like food and stuff like that for our fridge. Yeah, for like four days worth of food, I couldn't even finish it all because that was it was so much. And when I was at my brother breakfast on Christmas morning, I literally thought to myself, realized you would hate it so much because the only things that you could have eaten were the mac and cheese. Wait. Was there mac and cheese in the grates? Oh, yeah, that's why I stopped coming around your family, Justin. Yeah, no, it's fair. Yeah, I can't eat there. Put me in literally everything. We had two different Oh, yeah, man. We had eggs. We had two different types of sausages. Two different types of bacon. We had this, but there was one that you could have tried. That's right. My cousin and my had her cousin, Chet, come on. Oh, my God. He had the best potatoes I've ever tasted in my entire life. Like, oh, my goodness. You could have had. You could have had that. No joke, the best thing. You could have had his nannies, like, uh, they, they got this, like, uh, German chocolate cake. It was so sweet. Like, I told Justice, like, before we, uh, celebrated, like, our New Year's that night, um, uh, uh, I was said, okay, I need to get something in my stomach before we drink, because, uh, I, I don't want to, like, feel sick from drinking Bricotti uh, and, like, Sprite. Um, so, um, as soon as I bit into it, I was like, Oh my god, I, I think my blood pressure just went up, just tasting this thing. Like, what What did you, your family do to this thing? It's great. <laughs> German chocolate's not supposed to be overly sweet. Like, it's supposed to be a little sweet, but that's what we're crazy. Yeah, no, it, it had, like, coconut um, on top of it, and uh, it, it was very thick, uh, um, like, frosting of chocolate, so it's... Yeah, very, very thick. Good. That's all I need to hear in my life. But, yeah, uh, I still got half of uh, some, like, leftover chicken still in the fridge. And uh, I <laughs> I told Justice, like, um, before we, like, um, before I left, I'm like, I'm basically in your family. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... His aunt said, yeah, yeah, you basically, like, part of the family now. Like, you, Landis, and um, the rest of them. I feel like I've been replaced with Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a family event of yours in a long time. If you're a meeting here again, you don't have any problems. <laughs> uh, I'm like... Uh, I used to, like, come around all the time, but then, like, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a minute now. Yeah, you just hate my family? <laughs> like, uh, they... What was funny about that, too, was... Uh, they're just like, no, there's, they're not part of the family, no, uh, there's no way they said that, and then uh, I went over to um, his uncles, um, and we're, they were just talking about, like, uh, the usual, like, his family's super, like, uh, I've noticed it over the years, they're super black pride, like, um, like, more than usual, like, I love being black and everything like that, but they love being black, like, um, uh, they, they they pretty much followed that Facebook like I love being black. And oh yeah, I'm they, a follow, I'm follow that on Facebook too. They they, they they support like every black movie. Uh, ever. They're the number one uh, contenders of those movies. Oh. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he was talking about about like uh, going to see like all these like black movies and stuff like that. Uh, there's this one movie that's coming out with Jamie Fox and. Uh, uh, oh, did Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan, where, like, yeah, uh, yeah. where he got accused for a crime he didn't do. And then... well, right now, right now is such a good time for, uh, for, for black filmmakers, because what we're starting to see is that a lot of them are starting to start their own studios mm. and get gigantic budgets. I mean, even Tyler Perry, he just started, 
He just built a new large-scale studio in Atlanta, too. Oh, I've seen a video of him. I've seen a video of him touring that on Architectural Digest, and it is amazing. Yeah, so, like, now now black creators are no longer tethered to, like, Hollywood and what, you know, stuffy Hollywood execs want. And so there are some great creative projects out right now. It's probably probably the best time for black media, honestly. He he did say that, yeah, he wants to do something that's, out um that's different from what he usually did with like Medea and the rest of them and like uh, all these other dr- drama stuff he actually wants to do like action horror stuff like also he, he wants to go Jordan Peele route kind of. yeah yeah so he's like yeah for the longest time like you watch that movie he's probably like dang I should have made it I made get out <laughs> it would have been called Get Out, Medea's. He said, he talks about, like, hey, uh, I've been trying so hard to get into, like, the um, Hollywood scene for the longest time, but because Hollywood executives didn't take me seriously because of all the Medea films and stuff like that, they're just now starting to see that. I'm actually worth something, so now, like, I actually want to, uh, now that I have this chance, I'm going to take it as, like, only my own studio. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I, I'm happy for him and stuff like that. I I want to see something that's not another Medea film or something like that. I have my problems <laughs> with Tyler Perry, too. I'm happy for him, but, uh, yeah, he has, he has some issues with, uh, Labor rights and unions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, I hope he does well. I, I want to see him like do something that's not him starring as Baxter Stockman in the Ninja Turtles movies and stuff like that. Wait, that was, uh, wait, that was happening. Yeah, that was happening. <laughs> He'll do a lot of like starring roles and like other things. Like I think he was in Star Trek. He was in like a few things where I was like, oh my god, Tyler Perry's in this. Right. <laughs> I think he was in um. He was in that movie about, uh, oh man, about Dick Cheney. He was like, uh, I think it was Colin Powell. That was the most recent thing I saw him in. That, mm. Vice, that movie called Vice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh I was check I, that that's out. the Vice President, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, dude, Vice President, uh, I don't remember it all. I, I know what you're talking about, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll probably check that out. Like, see what that is. Um, Vice? Yeah, it's a good movie. I'd recommend it. Uh, but uh, the other thing we did... Uh, Christmas wise, uh, we went uh, uh, to one of his like college friends like parties, uh, Christmas parties, oh, and uh, the, the Christmas party that we went to. Oh, like, like Luke's party the next yeah, day. That's right. Yeah, uh, so uh, we went down there with uh, his friend Ryan and Joe, um, and that was the most like I I've said it before like. Um, most fun now when you're like 20s and stuff like that is always followed by drinking and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, I, I'm not involved, but it was but it was fucking amazing, man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it, I, I've said it before in other things, like when we went to at the Fourth of July. Uh, um, the, uh, I forgot what year it was, but it's the most sober fun we've ever had. Um. Uh, because uh, we we just um, they they just gather around down in his basement and stuff like that and they played uh, some games y- yeah yeah uh, they, they they played Smash they played uh, other fighting games but yeah the, the other thing I do want to talk about is uh, a card game called One Night Ultimate Werewolf so 
was amazing, let me tell you. Yeah, this game was so fun, man. That's what I tell you. Um, it's like a, um, like a like tabletop playing card game. Do you uh, just pick it up it, and start playing, or I don't know. It's, can you call it tabletop? I mean, it, it falls under the tabletop category, but you don't play like you do with like Magic or like Yu-Gi-Oh and the rest of them. Uh, it, it's like a party um, type game. So basically, uh, the premise of One Night where, uh, oh, yeah, where Ultimate Werewolf is that um, you are, uh, you can either be um, part of this, you're part of this village in which you guys have to hunt down and kill um, the witches and werewolves. Or uh, a vampire's werewolf, yeah. A vampire werewolf, and I guess, do you have to kill, like, wizards and witches no, in that? I, I don't remember any of that. I remember that we had to, that pretty much it was we had the villagers. Every night, so we go to sleep. Then the werewolves and the vampires would come out at night, murderize some villagers, and then the villagers who survived the night, they'd have to go and decide, hey, who out of you guys is a werewolf or a vampire? We vote, we hang them. And then we, they reveal their roles. So then it's like, hey, we got either we got it right, we got it wrong, we keep going until eventually we're down to the last few people. And yeah. either the vampires and the werewolves completely destroy the village, or we win and only one person survived. Yeah, so like... Uh, First game, oh my goodness. Basically, okay, uh, I, uh, you're oh, the werewolf scenario, okay. Um, so basically, um, it, it, um, how you play it is... Um, um, uh, they'll turn off the lights and stuff like that, and everyone in the village has to close their eyes because they're asleep. So, uh, when you're asleep, um, the the dun I guess dungeon master in this scenario, sure. <laughs> uh, we'll call him that. Uh, we'll say, uh, all werewolves, open your eyes and point to the person that you would like to kill, and you'll point to one villager, and uh, that person will be axed off in the next um in the daytime. Um, and, uh, w when you guys wake up, they have to guess, uh, who's a werewolf in this scenario. Which, and so, oh, and, oh, wow. I want to point out, <laughs> both games, we did that. Yeah. I was like, right away, you weren't there, so you didn't see the shit, but both games, I knew who the vampires and the werewolves were. No one was He me. did. Like, I made through the end of the first game, I was like, yes, I'm this girl. He's obviously been sitting back mind her own business, and I literally hear Caleb in the second game saying, oh, in response to some werewolves, yeah, yeah. yeah. the werewolves, and I'm like, no one listens to me. I, I outed myself a little bit. I killed that both games. Uh, the first game, only one person survived. In the second game, I'm pretty sure everyone died. Yeah. The only person who was left alive. Did you find out really who it was? Oh, for the second game or the first one? Either. Uh, first game, no. First, first game, game, he he did, like, med. Uh, like, uh, it was down to, like, uh, he, he, he said, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's this girl right over here and stuff like that. And, and everyone's like, uh, they put her on trial and stuff like that. She made a very convincing argument. She was like, I, I don't know what you guys talking about. I just really oh, want to die. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning, she literally said, "Please kill me. I just want to die." <laughs> I was laughing so hard on the inside, like, "Wow, she went that route. Wow, she's really good at this." <laughs> and, and then, uh, for That's the second, crazy, too, you have to keep a straight face because you can out someone like. If you're, like, giggling, yeah. and you're like, oh, crap, that's a werewolf, and that person's a werewolf. She kept a straight face through the whole thing, like you said. Like, uh, I was sitting there thinking, I'm not sure she's See, I don't know if I'm like, <laughs> like, giggling and stuff, and, like, smile. I think oh. I have played this maybe once before. 
like I've heard of this. Oh no, it's normal to giggle and smile because I was giggling and smiling when I was when I was telling everyone that I just want to see a good old fashioned hanging. Right. Justice was pretty I'm much. Settle this with the rope. Basically, that's what I was talking about. Basically, I was saying was just, let's hang this person. I told Justice, you're pretty much an extremist in the trough of this. Yeah, what kind of backwards justice, like, thing is this? Oh, yeah, that's the But the best part was in the second round, I was the werewolf, and I had, like, a cub, and... We were just pointing out everyone, like, we were working together, like, this person, together, this one, together, okay, um, we're gonna kill the vampire here, we're gonna, uh, just, just as- Wait, you can kill vampires too? Yeah, yeah you can kill vampires. Vampires and werewolves are the, are their, are sworn enemies. The, pretty much the premise of the game is, you have to be the last werewolf and or vampire. Mm-hmm. So, you can even out one of your own, like, um, werewolves. You, you could be like- I think this one is guilty and stuff like that. He can't they say who the vampires are from the beginning or no? They don't know who anyone is. Uh, they don't know uh, who. Uh, yeah, you, you you close your eyes after your uh, turn is done, so you don't know who the vampires are either, or the spellcasters. Um, the spellcasters, which is interesting about the spellcasters, is you can tell. Uh, um, he'll ask you, spellcasters, wake up, point to someone you want to mute. That person will be quiet and. They can't say or, like, give their defense of if they're a vampire or not. Mm. So, therefore, it makes the game a lot harder to play in that sense. Uh, there's also another card called the Old Hag. The Old Hag will tell you, hey, go take a vacation. Like, leave the room for a little bit and stuff like that. And then maybe there'll be a vampire, maybe there'll be a villager. Uh, and, but they don't get to die in this next round. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, there'll be all, all really good, interesting, like, villager cards. Like, the bodyguards will uh, be able to defend anyone. Uh, like, they'll point out, hey, um, bodyguards, wake up. Pick a person you're going to defend for tonight. That person, if they uh, get attacked, they cannot uh, be killed by a werewolf or a vampire. Oh, wow. Uh, so, I should get this game. We, could, we should play. It it was play it's a good game to play with a huge party. Like, yeah. Uh, I definitely want to take that up um, and play that with I mean, you. Yeah, my place. My place has the room. Sure. All right. Uh, it's, I found it. It's twenty five bucks, basically. Oh, that's you got cool. Ultimate Vampire for sixteen. Yeah, let's see. I know there's. A, I think I found one called. I think there's one called Ultimate. Let me need to check that one out. Let me check. We'll, we'll uh, definitely do that. Um, but yeah, uh, for village, there's a, a hunter. If the hunter dies, they get to pick out one person that gets to uh, die with them. That was oh, great. Wow. Oh, that might be. So there was a there was a bowl called. Keep so they would like they would try to shut you off, Justice, since you like crack one. Yeah. Try like going after you. <laughs> yeah, like, I gotta tell you about the messed up, the funny thing that happened here in the first game. There was a guy who was a Cupid. So basically, if Cupid, uh, Cupid chooses two people, if one person dies, the other person dies. So he chose himself and the girl he was sitting behind. He died. The girl died. The girl was a hunter. And then she had to go kill someone, and literally someone had to kill the wrestling. What if they accidentally, like, killed the werewolf off of that? Then, hey, good. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. that, that'd be really good. That, um, <laughs> that, that'd be terrible if you're a werewolf, you kill the Cupid, and uh, the Cupid is attached to the hunter, and the hunter <laughs> goes after you. <laughs> like, you just killed yourself. <laughs> Literally, the Dungeon Master said that is a possibility that that can happen. Oh, <laughs> um, great. Uh, 
there was um there's also a really really good card that affects like the se of the second game um called the Tanner. Oh my god. The yes. Tanner if he dies that's an automatic win. Cuz he hates his life and he just wants to die. So uh so um uh for, for the first game I was the Tanner. And so um so, um <laughs> I got shit it on in one night. So, uh, someone told, uh, the old hag told me to go take a vacation. Oh, no. So, um, somebody muted me as well. And then another person, uh, I think a vampire, no, it was a werewolf, killed me. And so, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, technically I won. And so I came back downstairs, I showed my card off to everyone, uh, Dungeon Master. Yeah, so technically he won, but let's keep going, because that's just hilarious in the tone. So, that was fun. Uh, in the second round, that this is where it gets interesting. Okay, so back to what Justice um, said. He pointed me out because I outed myself by accident because I was taking people out and I was like uh, a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I was right next to him. <laughs> and uh, um, I don't know what I said to like convince people that it wasn't me. But I was very convincing. <laughs> um, you have to have like, good, like negotiations. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. I had, I actually had some good stuff going. But I did good to show people that I was a trustworthy guy. I literally added myself as not being a vampire or a werewolf, but actually disclosing my role. But they put him on trial anyway. Yeah. Put you on trial. <laughs> yeah. It's basically just if you talk a whole bunch, then you seem guilty, and I'm like, you know what, this, this sucks for me. But I mean, hey, if you don't, if you don't say anything, nothing gets done. And, and, and so, like, uh, when they put him on trial, uh, they, they pretty much, <laughs> they, they said, uh, yeah, we don't trust Justice, we're going to kill him all. Turns out, uh, turns out Justice was the old hag, and he was the person putting people on vacation, so we, but we won't have any vacation, like, throughout the game, so everyone's just stuck where they are. Oh, yeah, the second thing, the werewolves <laughs> oh, and the vampires were killing everyone. <laughs> and so uh, we finally got I mean, down. Basically, <laughs> so we started axing off everyone, including the vampires. <laughs> so it was down to my cub, me, and uh, three other dudes. Now, and still no one believed. <laughs> 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 oh man! <laughs> Justice was staring at me the whole game, so angrily. I'm like. Yeah, you've watched this happen. <laughs> uh, uh, I told, uh, but then, okay, so the game got the last, like, five people. Um, it, um, it, was, it came down to, like, um, me and the cub trying to convince, okay, it, it's going to have to be one of us has got, got to be killed off in order to make us move further into the game. <laughs> so we both put ourselves on trial and said, I, I want to sacrifice myself for the game and stuff like that. I want to sacrifice myself in order for you guys to finally find out where the werewolf is. Mm -hmm. And so they killed off my puppy. And so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they killed off my little, like, uh, the little dog in the game. They killed off your earbud? Yes, they killed oh off my butt lights, my, my littlest hobo. Um, <laughs> uh, they killed him off, and, and so I was the last werewolf. And so the dungeon master was like, Okay, guys, it's getting down to the limit. It, this is the last, like, round. So, in the last round, werewolves have the ability to kill off two people in one night. So, if they 
couldn't find out who the per- uh, uh, person was in this next uh, part, um, I would be able to uh, take down two of them. And so they couldn't find anyone else, so they were like, okay, we need to move on. Um, and so I was able to kill off two of them. <laughs> but here's the thing. I knew one of them was a tanner, because he showed off his card and everything like that. You see what's uh like hiding it like he was supposed to. So I didn't choose him. I chose the other two. I'll think easy win. I'll kill off these two. I won't kill the last one because I know he's a tanner. Um and so I killed the other two off. Come next morning, uh the dungeon master, the werewolf has and then someone's like, Stop! Guess what? Uh, and one of the people I killed off, he was a uh a I think it was a mercenary or uh, like uh, no, it wasn't a hunter. Yeah, was Because I know he killed someone. He killed a tanner, right? Well, no, no. Uh, he was a special class in which... Well, no, I guess he was a hunter. Yeah, yeah. He was a hunter. And so he uh, um, he was left to choose uh, who he wanted to kill. And so he chose me as the werewolf. Now, here's the unfortunate thing. A tanner, if, if he's not killed and he's left alone... Uh, oh, we all he, he, he kills himself. So therefore, everyone loses. <laughs> so that's the whole game of that round, and that was like the best oh game. <laughs> so Ultimate Werewolf was just one of those really fun games from a party that we picked up, and I really want to try that out some more because <laughs> that is that that game was a lot fun. Uh, a little bit more, um, more fun than that one game we played at uh, Yomacon. Oh, yeah, Galatoon? Yeah, Galatoon was okay, yeah, but it just cool. wasn't, like, a party-type like, game. But, I mean, don't you love it when you just, like, uh, when you're just having your friend, like, you literally convince your three other friends to just gang up on someone? Because that happened. It was great. <laughs> I mean, it sucked when it was me, but it, it was great when it was someone else. I won negative points in that game, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, But, yeah. So, uh, you know, that was, uh, Christmas, um, uh, hey guys, it's 2020, so, uh, we're in the future, technically. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so I just 2020, time travel is real. Is it the 1920s yet? Are we going back to the segregation and... And Jim Crow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, with how things are going, <laughs> we'll see Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, it's 2020. How were your guys' New Year's, by the way? So, like, what did you guys uh, do for New Year's? Where did you guys go? Uh, uh, and then we'll ask, like, New Year's resolution. So Yeah, Justice and I, um, we kind of spent it together. I had, like, a, a gathering. Um, I originally didn't want to do anything for New Year's. I wanted to have, like, a nice, chill day at home. Um with Hannah, my right. girlfriend, and, like, just watch the ball drop and, like, just not do anything. Mm-hmm. And people kept asking me, and they were like, what are you doing for New Year's? What's going on? What are you doing for New Year's? And, like, I, people just kept asking me. And I was like, okay, I'll have a thing. So we all met at my place. We went out. We went to three bars, but the final one we went to was by far the best. Mm. It was, like, an arcade, like, dive bar, and they had dancing, they had food. It was just such a blast. Oh, that sounds really fun. Yeah, like you, you told. Uh, it was called the Checkers, right? Yeah, yeah. Checker Bar. Okay, we gotta find something, and you guys gotta take me there because I am actually interested. I'm always a fan of barcades. 
Uh, like e- even that uh, barcade, uh, Ready Player One was. Um, the one that's uh, no, the one that's like the broccoli from Checker Bar. Yeah, uh, that even that one's like really uh, good. Uh, I think Checker Bar might be the best. Oh wait, actually, arcade I've I've seen because I don't think anywhere else has that just that many arcade games. Well, no, I think you guys did take me once. I I, I can believe I can believe we took you there, but I I know we've been to Ready Player One. At the very least, it's more spacious than Ready Player One. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it shows. Go we ahead. did go, but it was before we moved into our apartment. Like we, uh, we got together. Me, uh, us, and Joe uh, went down to there, and you guys oh, did show. Yeah, I think I remember it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was that was that was a fun like area. Um, uh, and do you guys? Uh, you you told me like some guy kept bullet bombing you uh, guys. Like yeah, there's <laughs> this guy in the background. We were all trying to. Group picture, and in every picture he's like there. And it's like <laughs> that guy must have stood there for at least like seven or eight minutes. It's so weird. Like, <laughs> like, what, was he even with anybody, or he was just there by himself? He like, was, he was just there by himself, I think. Wow, Dude, that's so funny. That's I was a bit <laughs> when the ball drop. What'd you do? Did you uh, oh, somebody? Oh no, I was standing around my my own business, just uh, listening to music, having a nice day. Ah, cool. Uh, So now that the year is up, uh, do you guys have any like New Year's resolutions? uh, uh, Things that you guys want to do like um, before this year is up uh, that you guys want to talk about? Uh, No, I'm good actually. Like I thought about this. Believe it or not, 2019 has single handedly been my best year, and I'm downright satisfied with, with everything. Okay. I've kind of been like, eh, I really don't care about this whole New Year's resolution thing anyway, because literally all it is is just get good at getting good habits. Yeah. I'm already down with that anyway, so just do better. That's the only thing I can think. Mm, Not okay. a particular thing, just do better. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I don't have any uh, resolutions either. Like, I kind of like, I try to set goals throughout the entire year, because it's a lot more sustainable that way, and if you like try to like set everything... For January, and like you haven't like already made motions to do what you already have planned, it's just kind of like setting yourself up for failure. Right. But in terms of goals, I'd like to go to another country. I've never traveled outside the U.S., so I feel like that'd be. Oh yeah. Um, I want to further my education in some kind of way, even if it's on the side or what. But I work as a data analyst, so it'd be cool to learn like a coding language that's related to data analytics, like Python or uh, SQL. And so, yeah, uh, just small goals uh, to, for career development, I guess. But, That's cool. Yeah. Um, did, there's something else. Um, do, do you guys have any uh, things? Uh, sorry, uh, give me a second. Um, did, did you guys uh, have any, like, uh, like particular um, things, like, they vacation-wise that you want to uh, go on. Like, I know um, one year um, I wasn't expecting um, to go um, anywhere for, like, I think I, I went down to, like, uh, um, me and Justin went down to Florida, like, for 2018 and stuff like that, and I wasn't expecting, like, that. Um, like, is there, like, any particular, like, country that you had in mind of, like, going to? Well, we were planning a Germany trip because my, uh, my girlfriend's dad, uh, kind of, like, lived in Germany from when he was a kid to, like, when he was a teenager. 
Okay. Um, and so he he's from like a little village there. Um, and so we were we were thinking about checking that out. But we don't know if the logistics will work out. Okay. Unfortunately, but if it doesn't, I still kind of want to do a group trip with my girlfriend and kind of visit different countries. I think that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I was telling Justice the other day, like, um, I don't have any particular resolutions. Um, besides the ones, like, if I try to plan, like, my future out, things just don't work out. <laughs> um, like, for this, for 2019, like, I, at some point, I just stopped trying to expect getting, like, a, an apartment, uh, uh, I was just still in Johnny Rocket, so I was thinking, whatever, I'll just keep on working here and stuff like that until I figure out what I'm want to do next. Is uh, open, by the way? No. No, they're gone. <laughs> so, they're yeah. Gone? Yeah. The, the only That's Johnny Rockets in Michigan is somewhere, like, upper, like... Wait, there's seriously Johnny Rockets in Michigan? I thought, that, I thought the one at Red was the only one. No, there's one at Comerica Park. Well, they had, they used to have them, like, all over. I remember, yeah. Yeah. Like, there used to at least be, like, they used to just be around. Like, there used to be more than just the one Right. Uh, it, I, I remember we went to a Johnny Rockets in like Florida, um, and that one was very interesting because it was on an upper level and oh, yeah. uh, of like some building, and they did things a lot different than us. They actually had like a disco ball and everything like oh, that. Wow. <laughs> like we, we don't have. Oh, that. so did everyone get fired, or did anyone transition to the new place, or no? Everybody got fired. Oh man. <laughs> Honestly, it, I'm kind of like people probably need to move on. Like, yes, people. Like, People need to move on. Some people didn't need to work there no more because they, they were just the worst. Like, I, I told uh, Justice, um, I don't know if I told you, um, my boss name? took money from me. Oh, is that Huey? Uh, you probably shouldn't say names. We're making I, I, claims I, here. I, I, uh, I won't, yeah, I won't particularly, like, out the person right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it's probably not, not who you just said. But uh, the, uh, my boss, like, um, came out to me one day. Hey man, um, my uh, my wife wanted to um, my 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 wife had like uh, has seizures and stuff like that, and she needs money for her medicine and medication. I really can't afford it right now because I'm uh, going by salaries and stuff like that. And uh, in which hindsight, I'm thinking you probably get paid more than I do. So um, and he he just took it from your check. No, no, um, he, 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 like, messaged me on Messenger or something like that, which is probably why I stopped going on Messenger, because every toxic person keeps, like, messaging me on there. Um, he, um, he's like, hey, man, can you just cash at me, like, um... This is your manager? My, yeah, my general, uh, my... GM? No, my GM. So... <laughs> I've never heard of that. Like, GM <laughs> yeah. hitting up his, like, subordinates for money? This yeah. Yeah, everything went to crap at the moment. Our the first GM that we had uh, left. Yeah, J- Jared, he, he was all he, he he was strict, but he was fair. Yeah. At least I could trust him not to come up to me and ask me for money and stuff like that. That's literally crazy. Yeah, I was I was super nice, and I was like, okay, here's a hundred dollars and stuff like that. You know, I, but I was very reasonable. Bet you definitely made more money than you. And also that there's he's salaried like his his pay is predictable like you can get your you can fix your life around that right. salary 
worker. When you're hourly, like you don't know how much you'll make. You don't know what hours you're getting. Exactly. Or like that. But somebody told me that yeah, yeah, he does cocaine. He does oh. like drugs and stuff like that. So I, I was like, wow, um, cool. That that's just uh, um, my luck. Um, but the thing was, I was very reasonable because I was thinking, okay, this may be like I'm probably not gonna get this back. So I, I put it in, in within reason, like, hey, when you purchase that medication, show me the receipt and proof that you have the medication. Mm-hmm. He he just kept on giving me excuse. Okay, man, like, so, like I, I know, man, I know you don't trust people and stuff like that. I'm like, all I asked for was receipt. Are you going to give me the receipt? Yes or no? Kept giving me excuses and stuff like that. That should have been a death bell sign for me not to have given them that. Dog, yeah, I would have, hey, I would have, uh, I don't know, I would have, like, screenshotted that and, like, send it to the higher-ups and everything. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I just decided to let it go because... Whatever, karma's just gonna work itself out and stuff like that. And I mean, it did. Lost his, everyone lost their jobs. So right. Okay. Um, but I, I got out of there before uh, they shut down, so I already moved on to an, like another job. Because um, I put my two weeks in advance, and uh, everyone knew that. <laughs> and so uh, one day when I first uh, started uh, my first day at Lawrence Tech, I got a text message Hey, don't worry about that. Uh, rest of that two weeks. Because uh, we're, we're all losing our jobs. Or <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, no, I dodged the bullet there. Um, I, I'm sorry, guys. Um, you know, I'm real sorry and stuff like that, uh, that you all lost your jobs and stuff like that. And and she didn't say a word. She, I think she was pretty pissed about that. Uh, I, whatever, I didn't really care about her anyway. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well. I dodged the bullet, and everyone, um, I, I went to my next job, uh, and at that same job, it was uh, from another person I knew. She was like, yeah, so he must have had some, like, telltale sign, because he predicted that job was going to go under, like, um, he kept saying, yeah, uh, uh, I kept saying, like, yeah, at some point, this place is going to go down, this place is going to go down, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I'm just happy I got out of that scenario, um, but... I forgot what I was, uh, what were we talking about before we talked about, um, uh, Johnny Rockets? Wait, hold on. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, uh, I never know. This all started with you asking if it was still around, uh, shoot. Uh. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, planning out future, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez. This was the... <laughs> so, just like that, making Holy plans God. for things that just get <laughs> sidetracked, um, so yeah, yeah, what a tangent! Oh my goodness. <laughs> we um yeah. So uh, last year, I just don't plan up. I decided, okay, I'm just not gonna plan my stuff. I'm just going to live in the now and just do what I can, and then um, things will just work out. And so things are pretty much working out. Um, I'm almost out of my um uh out of my student loan from AI. Um, uh, because um, I I was still uh, paying off um in the midst of trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay that stuff out, but then someone told me you know you're due to some like compensation and stuff like that because I didn't exactly finish it and they mm-hmm. shut down before then, so I am allowed to like uh, have disclosure on that, and so I'm almost out of that. Um, I wasn't expecting to have an apartment with uh, uh justice. Anytime that year, and then 
uh, come near the end of the year. We're, we, we're in the midst of our own apartment. So just, uh, I realized, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow and just, you know, not expect the, uh, try to plan things out. Just do what I can, you know, yeah. and things like, just work out. You made me, you remind me of, like, that's exactly what I thought, man. Like this, like whenever I look back at this year, the reason why I say it's the best is because like, it's incredibly different from all my other years. One thing I've lived in four cities in the past, in, in this whole entire year. Yeah. And most in like all within the span of like what from May all the way to September. Uh, moved three different times. I got the experience of good amount of stuff. And I got myself a What do you mean four cities? Yeah, Dearborn, Lansing, Dearborn Heights, now where I live. Okay. Yeah. Dearborn Heights is basically Dearborn. Now that's <laughs> over. It's just next town over. It's like saying, Oh, I I go to Pontiac, but I live uh, but I live in Pontiac Heights. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's something I was not expecting. But I was also not expecting to live in an apartment down in Royal Oak at all. Like, no joke. Like, when you think back, uh, think back at New Year's of last year where we were just, like, trying to go out in downtown Royal Oak and uh, at midnight. Yeah, that was the worst. Last year was the worst. Yeah, that, that, was that, just so bad. that, that kind of sucked. But hey, it happened. But yeah, stuff happens. Anyway, yeah, no, I was not expecting any of this at all, so. Good year. Right. Good amount of money, and I feel pretty good about my life right now. So, now that the decade is pretty much over, um, one, I ask you the, the personal question of you guys. Have you, well, obviously, we've all changed in the decade. I mean, ho- uh, hopefully. Since <laughs> I was uh, 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, what, what are things that, like, you will not be missing from the end of this decade? That something about you that you won't be missing, like things that have changed in your life, and you you you've had you're happy with that. You're not in that huh. scenario anymore. That's uh, a real good question, actually. Like uh, for for me, I'm happy that um, I'm definitely not stuck in the parents' place. Like <laughs> um, like I, I at some point I I was uh, I uh, thought at home like. I pray that I, I get out of my parents' place and stuff like that. I have my own place. And um, uh, I'm able to, like, run things as smoothly as I can. And, yeah, I've been running things pretty smoothly. Uh, I have, uh, I know how much I'm spending on money and food and wise and stuff like that. And I'm more smart with my money than when I was, like, 13. I was just spending cash on video games and, like, other st- uh, stupid things. But now I'm being smart with my money. Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, for me, I'm, I'm happy to be done with school and, uh, academia, although I might be back because, uh, I might have to get a master's, uh, but for the most part, I'm glad that I'm finally done with school. I'm out of my mom's too. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just me and I'm kind of like free at the moment and it's cool to be able to determine my own like future right. destiny. It's one of the biggest things I hate about academia is that. A lot of it, like, some bits in your control, but a lot of it's outside of the control. Like, if your professor thinks that the paper you wrote is stupid, mm-hmm. but everyone who's read it says it's a pretty good paper, then you get a bad grade, and it's completely in that professor's hands, even if they're a horrible teacher. Right. So... Because you know, pretty... you know, all of us had, like, the biggest, like, change in the last uh, decade, honestly. So, like, um, I, um, whenever I, I think about, like, our 
uh, back from when we were like uh, when we all first like gathered around at Justin's place and stuff like that. Um, I'm happy that uh, you were like one of um, one of the people to actually like make it out of like that whole Pontiac area and like um, do something good for yourself and stuff like well, that. I'm always <laughs> uh, I'm always happy to hear that you're doing like really good for yourself. Um, yeah, because like I'll, I'll just quickly go over kind of what happened to me in the past decade. Uh, my father died. And then after, that was in 2015, and after that, kind of, things really spiraled. I had, went through a lot of change, because we lost our home, we moved kind of a lot, and it was just, like, a shaky period, and I was just starting college at the same time, and I had to, like, I had to work a lot of hours, because, you know, the main breadwinner in the house, you know, was no longer living, so not only did I have to do school, but all throughout college, I worked 30-plus hours while being a full-time student. All right. Yeah, that was all four years. And, and it really shows. Like, um, Landis that I knew back then is just way different from Landis I know now. And uh, I don't see a bottom from you, like, right now. I, all I see is you well, keep you. moving up. Not to really say that, like... Uh, um, we reconvened in 2030. Right. Like, that was my week. That was my week in 2020. <laughs> but yeah, uh, super happy about that. What, um, what about you, Just Like, is there something that you're happy that um, has changed for you in the last decade? Hmm. If I can think of one, if I can think of a few things. I mean, Charlotte's go the obvious thing. I I don't live in my mom's house anymore. Uh, let's see. Ten years ago, thirteen years old. The thing I can think of, and other thing I have is just you know, obvious stuff. The ability to drive, the freedom, right. uh, having my own job, just because of uh, yeah, like we mentioned earlier, as you get older, uh, you realize how expensive some stuff is or whatever. Mm. And it's just yeah, and I don't want to go and like burden my parents and be like, oh hey, I, I want this and this, and especially when I'm going through college. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to go through it. I don't want to go and do any of that. So, job, uh, go on through life, right? Just because. Well, that's it. Just I'm, I'm living. There really isn't much. There really isn't much because there just ain't much. You have more hair now. Oh, that was good. Because you just had that face of deserves it. Um, um, I, I hear that. I legitimately I hear that all the time. Um, like, I mind my own business. People want to go and fight me. I'm like, what, what have I done to you? But uh, real quick, since um, we're um, for like an hour in, um, uh, before this year decade ends, what is uh, a trend, um, uh, meme, or something that was just uh, dumb in this decade that you don't think is going to survive in the next decade. So, um, I don't think. So I told Justice, I don't think. Uh, what? Well, let's say goodbye to YOLO swag, like a boss. Th- those trends are all dead. All those trends. There, there's no way they're making it back up. Ever again. Um, I don't think. I think dabbing is gonna die in this next day. Never. <laughs> hey, look at that. You all can't see it, but Landis here is just dab. It will never die. Dabbing is kind of already dead. Like that was quick. Flossing is flossing is dying uh, a slow, painful death. Like it's like it just got like stabbed in the living room, and it's just slowly losing all of its life. Like it, it's been very slow. We all know it's dying and it's on the decline. It just needs to hit, you know, just needs to die. <laughs> no, uh, no offense to like people forty and up, 
but like as soon as they start doing like flossing and stabbing, it's <laughs> how you know it's gone. Yeah. Right. You know, as soon as like people forty in the fifties started like dabbing or what? I'd say every trend dies when it hits the news. Yeah, yeah. Remember the old Naruto run at Area 51? Yeah. It stops being cool the moment it's on the news and it stops being funny. Literally, um, for, for this New Year's, I was looking at what, like, New Year's Rock and Eve, what, um, uh, they're doing dabbing and flossing in the same iterations. And uh, I, I was thinking, oh my god, stop. This is... This is not how I want to spend my <laughs> seeing that slide. Well, I want to read it. Just stop. That's just gross. It, it wasn't cool when Ninja tried to do it last year. Why didn't and you he's think you would? Ninja. Was... Yeah. Why do you think you guys can pull it off? <laughs> like, it's... if the kids think that's cringy for him to do it, then don't do that. <laughs> like, I don't want to see. Steve Harvey was hosting uh, part of it. So, seeing him try to floss and, like, dab right. is the worst. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that sounds... I don't even want to imagine Steve Harvey dabbing and or flossing. It sounds like a nightmare. Uh, okay. Um, well, yeah, let's uh, move on. Let's, uh, let's, let's bury the past. Oh, wait. There was one thing. Uh, There's one trend that needs to stay dead. The fire challenge. That's it. Yeah, so Justin showed me this. I didn't even notice. Wait, the fire challenge died years ago. I'm aware, but I don't. But hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure someone on the internet's gonna just bring that like back. Like five or six years ago, like that was very early decade. Yeah. Oh yeah, tight tight pods. No, I'm glad that oh god that died. Bleach. <laughs> but here's the thing: if a stupid challenge where you let yourself on fire can exist, people are deliberately eating tide pods and drinking bleach. I'm sure that this that something this stupid will come back again it, in the future. I just I just I just pray. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that these kids don't just be like just don't try to imitate this stuff. It's like what is going through your mind? I know we're I know we're running short on time, but what would you guys I don't know, what would you guys like to see in the next decade? Oh. Well obviously more SpongeBob themes, because yeah. those are just the memes of the decade. There yeah. there's not one point in the decade well I guess um yeah, there's that one point in the decade where SpongeBob memes weren't a thing. Like there, there's one every year, yeah. and so I want to continue going on. I want something as good as Caveman SpongeBob because I think that one was my favorite SpongeBob. See, I think like the younger kids, like I think uh, the Gen younger Gen Zers, I think they're gonna have to start making SpongeBob memes of like newer episodes, right? And, like add some more to like the cachet, or like not even like. All the Spongebob memes right now are from, like, the super early episodes. But yeah. I feel like all of us were still watching Spongebob by, like, 2006 or 2005. Like, even, they just need to go a little bit later with some of the memes. Right. I, I'm sure, like, the, um, the kids that are still watching uh, Spongebob now, they'll probably find something and, like, make something out of it. Um, yeah. And I'll be highly interested. I won't watch any of the new Spongebob to, like, even figure out what that yeah. joke I is. I don't know how, we're gonna get, how we'll know when we get old. Is when we stop understanding memes. Yeah. Like when it's all like pop culture stuff that we don't get anymore. Uh, that's when we'll officially become old. <laughs> that's when it's all downhill. Hey guys, look at this Yo Gabba Gabba uh, meme. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Because right know. now, our generation's making a lot of it with like, you know, you'll see like old cartoons from when we were kids and stuff like that. But yeah, once it switches to so all this like kid stuff, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's over. Uh, it's all over, <laughs> Yeah, I was speaking to, like, uh, one of my members at uh, the gym, and uh, they're saying, like, yeah, you should be careful, because, um, 
Forty really sneaks up on you. Like you're you're like 20, 20, 22, 23. Um, yeah, you should just. Be careful on that, because then at some point, you won't understand any trend that's going on right now. <laughs> and, and, when that, uh, and then you'll look back at me and say, that guy was right. <laughs> and I don't want to be like that. Like, I get there sometimes, not with, not with, like, uh, not with like memes or anything. It's more like just whenever it's just modern day music. Right. I'm familiar with Lizzo and and Billie Eilish, but I've never listened to them once, and I have no plans of doing so. Billie's okay, in my opinion. Uh, she's a little bit more real than most like pop stars and uh, any singers like right I now. Like her popular song that's out. What, yeah, bad guy or something. Yeah, I think it's bad guy. Ba- bad guy's pretty. It's a pretty good hook. Um, I like. Uh, you, you should see me in uh, in a crown. That, that one's really good, too. Um, What's the one where she had the spiders in her mouth? I don't know. Uh, that one's a, a, a... I don't really care for like any of the deep, slow songs and stuff like that. Because um, I, I, I get most of them about like, depression and like being with somebody that doesn't love you back. Uh, but that one, I just definitely don't understand. Um, but, yeah, but in, in my opinion, like personally-wise... Stars now are starting to get more real, like Post Malone and the rest of them. Like, I like them as a person. Like, not um, they're trying to be someone that they're not. Yeah. Like most rap stars and other things. Yeah, Post Malone is almost as like real as it gets. I mean, like the dude <clears throat> dresses probably like how he dressed before he was famous. You know, doesn't try to get all like glamoured and glitzed up. Right. And the media treated him very poorly for it, honestly. Like, there are articles calling him, like, disgusting and everything like that. And it's like, that's just so rude. He just dresses like a normal dude. No, you know, I I get, like, some people are super uh, excited about, like, all the tattoos on his face and stuff like that. So they compare him to most, like, uh, mumble rappers and stuff like that these days. Or like Takeshi 6 9 or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just... <laughs> that's I don't um, see... I don't see that in him, honestly. Every per- um, now, every person I talk to is like, "Oh man, I love Post Malone. Yeah, Post Malone's cool. Like, um, he even like plays video games and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that's what he was doing before he was what he was now. Um, he, he just used to be like a super nerd like me, uh, like us and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, but moving on. Um, uh, like. Did you, did you need to go? Oh, uh, okay. Um, cool. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's New Year's. Yeah, welcome to 2020. Um, uh, but um, back in 2019, what I want to talk about, though, um, we and Justice went to, uh, to see over like the break. Um, we went to go see Knives Out. Knives Out? Knives Out. And Knives Out, let me tell you, is one of those movies... I have said recently on Facebook, easily uh, my favorite movie of the year, honestly. And it really deserves that spot. Uh, this movie, Knives Out, was is directed by Ryan Johnson, the same director who directed oh, that guy? The oh, Last maybe Jedi. I <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not. Maybe, yeah, I might skip this one. No, it's we'll, actually we'll pretty good. <laughs> so... The guy who ruined my franchise? Hold up now, okay? Franchise, everybody's franchise. To be fair, 
This is not his special. Uh, Solid West was not his specialty at you all, and it's very it's, it's very clear. It's <laughs> all <laughs> so, like movies that he has directed before uh, were um, the same as uh, as aesthetic as um, as Knives Out. Uh, he directed. What's really weird is like, yeah, he had no experience directing a huge, gigantic, like high budget, just sci fi movie like that. So I wonder why Disney went with him. I think they saw like movies like he, he directed uh, Looper, and they thought, okay, he, this guy knows something about like science fiction, so let, let's bring him on and stuff like that. And he, he, he just, it, it was two things. It was one, he was being pressured by deadlines and stuff like that, uh, so he had to get something out now and work with something um, previously. Uh, he didn't know where that script was going because. Teed it up pretty well. Like at the end of Force Awakens, you have so many questions, and like right. you could have taken the story anywhere. Exactly. Like literally, I mean, the possibilities were almost limitless. But, yeah, and unfortunately, the last, what, what we got was uh, <laughs> yeah, the last Jedi. Uh, but let's not keep talking about the last Jedi because then we'll, we'll, we'll save that for the end. Uh, um, we'll talk more about Star Wars, but but knives out. Um, in this movie, uh, it stars a Daniel Craig, who we all know from all the James Bond movies. Yeah. Never do his name, uh, I know the guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a... Oh, shit. I got Almost. you, Okay, I had you. Just drop my phone. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> uh, it stars a Daniel Craig, um, who is a detective, who has been uh, uh, signed off on to this uh, one... Uh, wow. Investigation um, about solving a um, uh, about solving a quote unquote murder, uh, which was uh, put onto as a suicide, but he d- detects foul play. Um, so in this movie, um, uh, this detective um, is investigating this group of family who he suspects of murdering uh, the the head, like um, the great the grandfather. Who is this um, novel writer for like these murder mysteries? So you're Stephen King almost, and he's directed all of these like uh, knife uh, inducing like uh, horror uh, books and stuff like that. And um, he, he he was so good. Uh, his books are so good that they almost got like a Netflix deal uh, going on for it. And uh, <laughs> that was like the uh, really funny thing about this whole movie sequence, is that they're talking, okay, when are you going to sign up for the Netflix deal? When are you going to sign up for um, a movie deal? Uh, um, and that, that that's, um, I thought that was, like, really interesting about um, this, is that it, it, it's about, it's a murder mystery about someone who's written a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it also stars a uh, Chris Evans, who, uh, uh, who we all know is Captain America. Captain America. <laughs> and he's doing something that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what, what was cool about that was, uh, that the, what was the, last, the last time you saw Chris Evans play, play as a douchebag, that was in, uh, he, he was, uh, uh, in Scott Pilgrim. What? Oh, that's right. It was Lucas Lee. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot. 
he he did a very good role in that, and, and he was uh, Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Was oh my god, now that's something I keep forgetting. That's all so. But I have forgotten all of this. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's grown over. Yeah. That's a, that, there, there you go. That's your decade glow up. There you go. <laughs> like, when did Scott Pilgrim come out? Like I, I gotta figure which one came. I think that came out in like 2012, if I'm right. Like. That sounds right. Cause I know I was in high school and I was like, I love the crap out of that movie. Right. Yeah, 2010. 2010. Yeah, okay. There you, there you go. That's, that's your decade glow up. Yeah. You went from Lucas Lee to. You ransom Thromberry. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that that was really uh, interesting about uh, this movie is a different see a different role for Chris Evans because he, he has said before that hey I, I want to do something different I, I don't want to be like the superhero type and nobody wants to stay being the superhero all the time like like that that's a lot of work and a lot of image. Uh, uh, Imagery that's uh, different for you, uh, but uh, it, it, this movie had like a whole bunch of like stars that um, uh, are that coming from a uh, whole bunch of movies that people have recognized them from. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is in oh, this. Yeah. I, uh, I I forgot I forgot her actress name at all, but there's that. There's Lukey Rankle as well. Right, uh, Lakeith uh, Stanfield. Uh, uh, he. he Starred in Atlanta, the series. Um, Donald Glover? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Um, wait, what? You said Atlanta, so I thought the one with Donald Glover. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that one. Um, and uh, he was really funny in that. He, he stars as a, a weird, smart person in that show. Um, he, he was in the movie Sorry to Bother You, which is a weird movie, I Justice. I've seen it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> that ended with, like, some... Half horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting any of this at all. Uh, you, you you sign up for just hey, watch a man use his quote unquote white voice um, as a telemarketer to horse people. Right. <laughs> what the heck? Great movie. Just what the heck? He he's in a lot of movies that I, I didn't really recognize him at first, but now that I'm starting to see him uh, more, uh, the he he's doing really good. He was in uh, Get Out as well. He was a uh, uh, the the dude who was just staring off um, when he got his picture taken and he oh, started freaking out. He, he was that guy. Uh, he was uh, he was in Death Note. Oh hey. wait, oh wait, was he L? Yeah, he was L. Oh <laughs> my gosh, See, I saw that movie and I'm like, why is this a thing? Because L, like, I took a when I took a picture of L, L looked like a straight up terror, like like an actual terrorist with like the hood, the face mask. You can only see his eyes. He's literally just like uh, he's like trying to instill terror on a freaking. You're looking at it. I'm like, I hated the light in that movie, too. Oh, my goodness. Even though um, I, I didn't really care for uh, L in this movie, at least L was a little more interesting than light. Yes. Because <laughs> light was just uh, your your angsty American teen. Yes. <laughs> so, he wasn't, like, he was kind of smart, but not as smart as light in the anime. With L, he's just a very smart black guy. <laughs> oh, did you, see, did you see the scene where uh, L was chasing after Light? He was just in a car chasing him, trying to run him over, just screaming at the top of his lungs, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> who, who does this? Who are you screaming for? Yeah, no. That, that, movie, that, movie, that movie needed more. But, uh, in Knives Out, uh, he plays as um, the, the chief cop 
or oh the detective guy like yeah I know, I know what you're talking about yeah yeah and he's pretty much helping the detective in this investigation and <laughs> he says quippy lines like oh man this this is the dumbest car chase ever he helps in a lot of the investigation like pointing out things like well, why did you think about this like um, I would have just thought, like, in this scenario, it's like, yeah, that, but that's interesting. Like, he, he's pretty much the Watson of his, like, Sherlock Holmes. I thought the other guy was basically Watson's. I mean, sure, you got the actual, you know, wait, no, that's right. The other guy was just a background guy. Yeah, like, he, yeah. he, he was just cop, man. He, he was your, <laughs> <laughs> he was your uh, detective Bullock, almost. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, um, Knives Out. Um, ha- has like um, great character dynamics. Um, they uh, um, even the old man in this. He was he always had that like interesting like warm uh, warmness that made the movie just come together. That made these uh, um, characters all like fit fit together. Um, but uh, uh, there's always like funny jokes like they'll. Uh, mm, They'll always like make this one joke about this kid uh, who is like this like Nazi. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that kid! Yeah, uh, and then they'll make like um, they they bring up like underlining discussions such as like uh, immigration and like uh, manga like stuff, yeah. uh, but it won't seem forced. It would just seem like oh that's. Interesting. It would be just like a family thing, a white family thing, Thanksgiving almost, or uh, what have you. Um, just a whole lot of arguing, though. Like literally, like I remember when they all gathered together for you know reasons throughout the story. Right. You know that um, all you could hear was just them screaming over each other. They were just that very dysfunctional family. It was not great. Oh my goodness. But at the same time, I don't know. It's that one kid. That one quote-unquote, that one quote-unquote Nazi kid, I was like, you know what, I want to see this kid do stuff. You know what, sure, it kind of, kind of, I, I was, it was lukewarm, so but, I can't spoil anything. Yeah, uh, but definitely before the decade ended, uh, I told people, you should probably go see this movie, this movie was really good. Um, uh, it even had an ending, the only disappointing thing about this movie was, um, uh, there are some things where I was expecting the unexpected, but I, I should have just said the opposite. Um, but other than that, I can't like really say more because then it'd be hitting like spoilers. Uh, but definitely go t- see this movie if you ever have the chance. Uh, like I definitely re- recommend this movie to you, Landis. If you like have time, go see it with like Hana or something like that. You both will really love this movie. Yeah, she seems super into it, so I think we'll... We have a long movie list, but I think this one's towards the top. Right. Um, But yeah, uh, that was Knives Out. Uh, What would you give this movie like, between 1 to 10? Oh my goodness. Um, Let's see. I wouldn't give it a 10. I'll give it... Why not? A 9. Yeah, it's a... 9, I'll just go with that. It, it seems like a very like nine yeah a nine point five uh it it, ha- it definitely has some like uh it, it it has something it can build off of like I told Justice I could see this probably getting some sequels and like 
I could, I could see this having building a, a world off of this. Um, like he want, if like he wanted a sequel to be about the detective, I wanted a sequel about like what happens what happens with the family post them like after the movie's all over. Right. Just to see how they're dealing with the events of that movie. Uh, oh yeah, the other unredeeming part about this movie, real quick, is uh, Daniel Craig is we all know is super British. Uh, but in this movie, he plays as like a Louisiana Southern oh, uh, type uh, detective, um, and it just doesn't work. You you really? hear him break his like British accent a little bit, um, and it just it, eventually you get used to it. But at some point, like this is not like sound at all. You don't. He needs to work on it if he's gonna continue a role like that. Um, He's trying to sound like uh, Foghorn, Leghorn. Oh, yeah, that's what he went. That's what he went. Chris Evans described him as. Yeah. Having some Foghorn, Leghorn-esque accent. But... Sure. Yeah. So, um... Watch a lot of Louis Tunes to get ready for this role. Yeah, there you go. That's how how you do Southern accents. Just watch Louis Tunes. Okay. But, yeah, that was Knives Out. Good movie. Go see it. Um... Now, real quick, uh, before we get into news, um, I just want to myself real quick, what, just movies that I really loved about 2019. There, there weren't really super good ones. I could easily have given it to Endgame, but I d- really didn't want to, because obviously Marvel movies are just going to win by movies of the year. Um, and I just want to give it to some people that just, like, really earned it. And, um, like, don't have a world built off them, but just, like, some one-offs or just movies that really tried hard this year. Uh, so, like, here are my top nine movies of 2019. It would have been top ten, but fuck some metrics. Um, uh, Endgame um, uh, was definitely in there. Um, What's Upon a Time in Hollywood? That's a real good movie. Um, oh, my goodness, uh, yes. Let's see. Another Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, one of his last few ones. Like he, he says he's got uh, this one, and he he's apparently going to do a Star Trek movie. Uh, really? Yeah, wow. I, I'm very interested in what a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie would be like. Space slavery. <laughs> I can't see shit out of the space force. <laughs> well, uh, the the Joker movie, obviously a really good one. We all saw that and like talked about that and how we loved each and aspect of, of that. Um, uh, they're apparently gonna get a sequel. A Joker's gonna get a sequel because um, really? it made it made it's the first R rated movie in the, in the decade that made the most money. Wow! Like uh, it made billions of dollars in the box office. It was so, not that good of a movie. Like yeah. my friend Tony. He would literally, like, uh, talk to me while we were playing Dragon Ball Fighters. He would leave me at the Joker, like, soundtrack playing. Well, see, like, that. yes, the movie isn't, a, like, a, a cult movie, but I just don't I don't feel like they can do that story. I don't think it could. I don't think yeah. it could work. Like, I feel like that movie was a special, like, artsy kind of thing that they did. They should leave it as a one-off. Right, like, I, I, I love the questionable, like, where could this go and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't... I, I just know they do see this Joker having like a Batman or interacting with a Batman, and I'm like, I think it would ruin the realism that they created yeah. with the movie. Like, yeah. if you bring it into like the Batman universe and have all that, 
going on too. I feel like that'll ruin it. This is a person with like actual mental issues. He just doesn't fit in to the other parts of like DC stuff. Like you got shit going on in Shazam and like Wonder Woman that are just. If he just comes in, he just feel out of place. Yeah, like he just doesn't, <laughs> he just doesn't fit in, and that's right. the thing. Yeah, but that's that's what makes it better in its own property is that uh, it, it's it's doing its own thing. It's not trying to be something it's not. And, well, they also left him. I mean, he did all that horrible stuff. But they also left him like as kind of like a figure that you'd be like, oh, I understand how this happened, or like some people flat out like like the Joker. Right. He's kind of, like, murdery, so I don't yeah. know. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, you, they kind of leave him as, like, you don't, like, you at least, like, can see, like, how he's gotten to where he is. And, like, you don't, like, just flat out despise him. Right. I feel like that'd be ruined if they tried to, like, throw him in the mix with everyone or, like, yeah. I, I just, I wouldn't, I don't think they should do it. <laughs> right. Um, I, it'd be cool if they, like, continued these, like, one-off, like, Kind of like anthology films, though, with other characters, and just made them not a part of the universe, but just, like, dove deep with some of them. Um, what is one DC villain do you think could get, like, its own one-off and something like that, like the Joker? Do you think that will work? Um, I'm not going to give it to Harley Quinn, because she's obviously going to get her own movie, but Birds of Prey, I don't think you should even call it Birds of Prey at that point. You probably do a really good one-off with Deathstroke. Yeah. I would Ooh, be yeah, interested in that. Yeah, he uh, does have a background Deathstroke. with him and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's see. If, uh, any DC villain, though. This sucks, because I, I read primarily Batman. So this sucks. Um, Maybe, uh, maybe one with... Sinestro? He's too super. I mean, it could work, but he's just too. He's too simple. Like, he just want power. Yeah, it'd be like going back to like Green Lantern territory. I think DC wants to avoid that with the plague. Okay, maybe you. Lex Luthor, because he does make a good point. Superman is fucking scary. As yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so they could make a good like close up on Lex Luthor. Like that could actually work. Right. Like uh, of him like losing his hair to like him meeting Superman and. And even, like, maybe not putting Superman too much in the movie, but just, like, right. using him to, like, be the catalyst to, like, Luthor becoming, like, evil. Right. Legit. Uh, but, yeah, uh, let's keep going, because I still want to make time to talk about Star Wars. Um, Knives Out, obviously, number four. Uh, these aren't even in, in order. Uh, um, but uh, uh, the next... Um, but, like, I, I said, like, they're not... There's none that are like my top top favorite because they they all are they're all like super good or yeah. the, most of the movies of that year were meh like uh, it chapter two wasn't as good as it. Oh my god, <laughs> no! And how it how it ended was just horrible. Right. Um. But yeah, I I kind of okay. I thought it too was scarier. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'd agree with that. I didn't think the first one was. That's scary. What it too? Um, well, the I think they're both on par of not being as scary. Like it too probably had a little more seriousness because they're more adult. Uh, yeah, with adults, they could like push it a little bit further. Yeah, right. Uh, especially scarring stuff like watching a kid just get eaten through in a fun house. Like 
That yeah, one. When he was doing like the thing with the glass. Like, yeah. That was so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, but like, still, it, unless you're like super scary of clowns and stuff like that, this it wasn't that scary. Like, I finally get that <laughs> Billy and Mandy uh, clown scare uh, episode now. What <laughs> <laughs> like what made like the original one with uh, uh not Drew Carey uh. The, the the original one that, that we grew up with, yeah. Uh, he his was more scary because it was more uh, the aesthetic was more uh, live in your um, like he could be in your room if you wanted to like yeah. that's how like real it felt mm-hmm. like you you've seen this clown before you've seen people dress up in this like clothing of a clown and he and seeing him on like the streets and stuff like that scared you as a kid yeah. like <laughs> so that's what made me scared of that clown uh this one's pretty scary in its own uh fairness too uh because also pennywise's look pennywise's look is like terrifying like it's horrifying but it doesn't really look like how an actual clown would look on, right like, the other original because he's got that like huge u uh, going across his face and i'm thinking that's not what a clown would like put yeah, on himself. Yeah. <laughs> anyone who saw that clown would really think. And his outfit is no. <laughs> not like a clown outfit. It's like an old style like outfit. It's not something like a clown would really wear. Right. Um. Uh. But yeah, let's get, uh, keep on going. Uh, um. Again, not in order. Uh. Just spouting off like really good movies. Uh. Spider Man: Far From Home. That was a good movie. Uh. Uh. It, I it's one of the movies in which I want to see Spider Man keep on going in this new universe now that he's got something really interesting going on with him, making him like the new Iron Man of this world. Um and uh uh I put Godzilla in this list because it may have not been everyone's like cup of tea. Like you, you guys told uh I described like Godzilla to you guys like what if you don't know about like Godzilla stuff, and, like, you still enjoy it, but it, it was pretty much a handoff to, like, people who were, like, super fans of the um, basis, but I, I wanted to put this in here, because I didn't like Rotten Tomatoes' description of it, which was, there's too many monsters. What? No, that's that's not, that's not terrible. That's, yeah, it's like a Godzilla <laughs> movie, what do you expect? Right. So, didn't like, you guys complain about that for the last movie? Like, there was Aren't as many monsters stuff going on? Uh, it's like um the story with the with the girl in the porridge. Yeah, <laughs> like it's too hot, too cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I can't help you. I can't. We, we're down the fail anyways. So I am excited for what they're gonna do for like King Kong versus Godzilla. So mm-hmm. um, next one is Shazam. Uh, Shazam. Exceeded expectations because people, as soon as they saw Shazam, they thought, This ain't gonna be shit. There's gonna be another shitty DC movie. See, I property. thought it was gonna be another shitty DC movie, which is why I didn't see it. Uh, I still gotta see Shazam. It it, it works. It, it, again, it's it's just like Wonder Woman and Joker. It works on its own. And they tried to connect it at the end, like, uh, but the, um, the end credits and stuff like that. Superman shows up in their lunchroom. I never saw it, but I, I, I <laughs> saw the, the thing in my YouTube feed about that, so I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. It, what's funny is they don't show Superman's face 
Because the actor quit. <laughs> so why don't you show them all? They should just have another Superman and Batman movie, and like, no, you don't hear any of them talk. Right. You don't see Superman's face is obstructed the whole movie. <laughs> Jeez, that, that's sad. That that's the <laughs> that that's what worked. Um, uh, Alita Battle Angel um, was my next one. Uh, Lead about Angel is like a movie based off like an anime or a manga that I it, at first on paper didn't seem like it would work, but it's okay. It was it's a first and the longest anime movie that worked, so I, I put that on the list. Uh, and then my last one um, that almost didn't make it because I thought it was it was okay. Um, the Irishman. What is that? Um, it's the um, is that the Netflix one or no? Yeah, it's a Netflix uh, movie um, with uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, 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 pretty much is almost the same cast as uh, Casino and or Goodfellas, if you guys have ever seen those. Um, mm, it, it, it's just another one of those like uh, mafia movies uh, based on a true story uh, about uh, Jimmy Hoffa. The the um uh the the person who died um who who was uh killed off by like a bunch of like um um who went, whose body went missing in Michigan um who just got killed off um it, it's it's an okay movie like people overhyped that movie uh, on on Netflix and I was like. It's okay. It's not Goodfellas or Casino, I, and I'm a sucker for mafia movies, so it, it was okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, those were just my movies then of the year. And so for uh, let's quickly go into news. Um, uh, for news, we got a couple things going on. Uh, not too much really. Um, we have uh, for. Um, the uh, cats was released not too long ago, and um, and for cats, it, like a video game, they have to repatch it. Because <laughs> here we go, yeah. It was so apparently it's so the movie's so bad that the director had to come out and apologize for things that weren't that didn't work out because they were uh, rushing themselves, and so they had to go back into post production. And fix the visual effects and then re-release the movie. Is the original still out? Because I kind of want to see like the original. <laughs> I think the original's still out. Uh, if you don't see it now, you're never gonna see that original. Like He's unless the internet picks it up. It would be like the Star Wars the original version. So yeah. Those, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I need to go out and see it before they patch it up. Yeah. Justice told me like we need to go see like bad movies uh, um, before the years up. Like, uh, he wanted to go see Jum- Jumanji the yeah. next level. Is it bad? And, I mean, I'm just going to assume it's bad. It's just uh, a... People like, didn't mind the first one, so I heard. Yeah, they, they actually thought it was, like, really good. I thought it was okay. Um, just the way I see it is just whatever... He's got 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, tomato, so... That's yeah, 31%? Uh, 71% on... First for the No, like, next level. Uh, I think... I don't know what the first one got. Uh, See, if I've heard anything, it's just that, like, yeah, no, don't kaboo this in the internet. Plus, I'm just going to assume it's bad because, after all, whenever the Hollywood just tries to go and take an old property that has been finished for years, 
and then make a new make a new movie out of that just for that quick buck. That's it. I, I just I just hate that so much, which is the reason why I have not watched the previous one and why I really don't want to go and watch this new one. But hey, right. Uh, but if but hey, if it's for watching a movie that I assume is bad, I'll gladly do it then. It, the first one got seventy six percent. The uh, the Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, I think it's so, pretty good. Uh, Rotten uh, Tomatoes. Uh, uh, um, if it <laughs> if it comes by, then I'll probably be like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try. Um, or if we go see it, but yeah, uh, sad for cats. You know, I don't. Is I don't know if the play was ever good. I I never seen the play, so I watched the play, and she didn't she didn't like the play either. But I don't know if uh, the play was pretty popular. But yeah. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good for most people. Yeah, and when people talk about like best plays, like Cats comes to mind, uh, West Side Stories, um, um, and, uh, one uh, one really good one. Um, I think I've told I told Justice about it multiple times. Uh, and I told you, uh, Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really good play if you're like ever in New York. Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, it's yeah. no longer on Broadway. <sighs> This morning, yeah, but. it's it's doing various tours around the nation. Okay, that's cool. Like, yeah, like I, I've seen bits and like I've listened to like the the whole track. I was very interested. I don't like musicals and plays like that, but that made me very interested in. Um, yeah, I want to catch it. Story. I don't think it's I don't think it's playing many places in the U.S. anymore right now. I know it's playing in London. Funny enough, right? But yeah, I don't I don't think it's playing in many spots in the U.S. They were in Chicago. But I think it just went off where it's about to go off pretty soon. Hmm. That's cool. Um, but, yep, um, that's Cats. <laughs> Can't wait for that bombshell to hit. Um, uh, next on the news, and it'll be our last thing before we hit Star Wars, uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. The trailer was released uh, yesterday, in fact. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Or actually Didn't today. Time I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it's good. It's basically a prequel, and it's hype. I didn't see a quiet place. Did you see the first one? No, I not. I mean, hey, it's really good. Yeah, there you go. It, it, it's it goes in a long line of um, original movies that um, you really see ha- going really far. Like uh, a quiet place um, it was started by it was written by the same um, guy uh, who did the Office. Um, wait what? Wait, uh, so oh, John Francisco. No, I mean he was an actor on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was an actor on there. Yeah, he played. John Francisco. It looks like he's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Main character, dude, bro. Uh, he played Jim from The Office, and it, this is like everyone's like, why is the Jim? Uh, why is Jim from The Office? What, what he's been about? doing a lot lately. Like he has this movie. He has like, uh, is it Jack Ryan? Yeah. But uh, he's Jack. Wait, he's Jack Ryan. Oh yeah, he's he is Jack Ryan. Ryan. Oh, you <laughs> know. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, that uh, yeah, I'm I'm really interested. I'm always happy to see actors or comedians uh, turn into like directors. Like so, he's uh, doing his own thing. Like this came out at the same time as Get Out. So um, I'm very excited for. Uh, but yeah, for a Quiet Place Part Two, they're going back and they're. Talking about uh, how these monsters in the quiet place got here, and what they're um, and from what the trailers uh, oh, I shows. Quiet place now. It's the one where the people cover 
your eyes, right? No, that's, no, no, that's uh, uh, oh, well, I don't yeah. know anything. Quiet <laughs> Place is the one where they have to, like, uh, not speak at all. Can't yeah. make any noise, because if they do, someone's gonna die from a monster that can only see using echolocation. Like, so if I said, we snaw, that would get everyone, like, yes. Yeah. They all have to speak silently. Oh! <laughs> Uh, so all we miles just to go and wreck your mess. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, um, it, it's definitely a really good movie. You should. Um, you, you said you and Anna had like less of movies. That that's one I, do, I would okay. definitely okay. add on there. <laughs> Knives Out in a Quiet Place. Um, not back to back, but still. Not back to back. Make a marathon. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, uh, in. Uh, this they they're talking like what happened to what's going to happen to the mother and the two and the three kids. Um, uh, I forgot that she had a baby in the last one. Yes. That made things super complicated, which made the story like uh, super dramatic and like uh, high stakes because she had to keep quiet while also giving birth. You know, this is funny because <laughs> while we're talking about a quiet place and Jack Ryan, I literally go and like take a type a new tab on Google. And literally a quiet place in Jack Ryan just popped up. I didn't even search this at all. I'm going to love this. Great. All right. <laughs> Good job Good over there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm highly interested in what this uh, next movie has. Uh, uh, I'm definitely going to see when it comes out. Because one of the other premise is uh, the little girl in this movie. She's deaf. So, uh, yeah, she's deaf. Um, so, therefore, it, it makes things a little bit easier for her to like survive in this type of thing because she's she stays quiet and she can't necessarily hear things. Mm -hmm. So that makes the the stakes really high in the quiet place as well. Um, mm -hmm. And they uh, they've learned how to like speak to each other in like sign languages and uh, so they don't have to like talk as much, um, um, which makes them that really good at surviving the came up with different scenarios. Hey, let's put some flowers on the ground. And so you have to walk on the flowers to make sure you don't make a whole lot bunch of noises and accidentally step on a twig and make a noise. So that that's that in itself is really cool and interesting yeah. to check out. What kind of, uh, what kind of world you have to live in where, where stepping on a twig is the thing that separates you from having your family just destroyed. It's good horrible. Question. Um, but yeah, so let's... Um, Move on. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it with news. Um, hey, if you don't want spoilers for Star Wars or anything else, tune out now. Um, I'll see you guys uh, next week if you are interested in the Star Wars part of this like uh, podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, um, did you guys want to like? Uh, Put in a plug or anything like that, like social media wise, uh, before we go into the next part. Uh, nothing to plug quite yet. Um, got a couple things in the works that I will reveal to you all at some point in the future. But uh, yeah, just uh, Landis ten eighteen. That is my Instagram, I believe. Yeah, that's my Instagram. Awesome. And yeah, just follow me there. All right. Uh, what about you, Jess? Well. I did some stuff on my Instagrams, and now my username is just Juice Morg. Juice, J-U-I-C-E, Morg, M-O-R-G, no space whatsoever, all lowercase, there you go. 
Awesome. And I'm pretty sure I'm still the same guy on Twitter, which is uh, some dude bro. Cool. Let me, let me just check while we're... Yeah. Capital S, capital D, and for dude, it's D00, D, and then capital B for bro. There you go. Good luck, have fun. I try. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, uh, um, thank you guys uh, for t- um, tuning into this part of the podcast. Um, you can follow us on, uh, on Twitter uh, at chardman239 at gmail.com on Twitter. Um, uh, I'll be po- posting like uh, different news about the podcast um, and things that are coming up. Um, you can uh, also um, subscribe on, to us on YouTube. Uh, we got RS feed. Uh, you can listen to us there. You can also follow us on Spotify. Uh, if you have any questions, email us at somethingwickedpodcast1 at gmail.com. That's somethingwickedpodcast1 at gmail.com. Thank you for uh, listening. And uh, this ends this part of the podcast. And we'll... Go on to Star Wars spoilers in three, two, one. Guys, want to say some spoilers? Raise a Palpatine, Kylo Ren fucking died. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, we saw Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker. I know I said that wrong, but fuck it. (laughs) Just like this movie. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, so who wants to start the first, like, what they thought about this movie? Oh, I got this, and yeah. Your address is concerned because he has a basic opinion. Not at all. Please, before I start, I want you to know, Landis over here says that it's good because he's, because it is because he says that all Star Wars movies are bad, and because of that, he gives them a curve. He's giving this one a curve in particular, and me, I am a nice, fair impartial judge when it comes to movies. Sure, if I give it a curve, fine. It's a good piece of cinema. I can enjoy that. But, if I don't give it a curve, then I can tell you right here, right now, I hated it. Just because some of the, because after all, some of the stuff felt forced. Because I get it. In the second movie, it was a train wreck. They killed the main guy. <clears throat> Basically, they killed the main guy. The Rebels literally had nothing to work with or whatever. And, Kyle, and they've had Kylo Ren in fight so many times that they did it in the third movie. It was a big deal. We've seen this a billion times already. Yeah. So, I get it. With all that in mind, they did a good job finishing up the series. Yeah. But. They they worked with what he did. Like, uh, after uh, getting off the hotel of, like, Last Jedi, there's, like, not much you could really do and finish up. If if he had continued, like, doing the whole series, I think he may have made, like, all three continuously, then I think he probably would have, like, made something a little bit watchable. Like, did you guys have any problems with, like, the, the first of these, like, sequels at all? Oh, uh, first one, the first I like No, yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, yeah, same. Right. Okay, I, so, okay. I, I feel like I need to defend myself. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Out here and um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think Star Wars is its own thing. I think no one's going to see Star Wars to see Citizen Kane or to see no. Get Out or to see a really <laughs> just good piece of cinema. You like Star Wars for a different reason. Right. You want to see some lightsabers slash things in half. You want to see, you know, it. Star Wars gives you a feeling. Right. Um, 
and it's really a feeling that you can't get with any other kind of like property. Like it takes you into its world and it just leaves you feeling kind of like good inside and everything like that. And so with that given, yeah, I kind of like grade the movies on a different scale. Right. Um, and in comparison to all Star Wars movies and it, movies in general, I just think that Rise of Skywalker is a pretty decent film. And I think given to where they had to pick up the pieces, I think they wrapped it up pretty nicely. And I've been seeing some like second like fan um, stuff. And they said that they actually planted the seeds right. for Palpatine's return in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I, I, told, um, I think I remember t- telling you guys, like, yeah, Palpatine coming back was always a thing. Like, uh, even in, like, the books and comics, like, he figured out a way to, like, clone himself in, like, the uh, ultimate, uh, the extended universe. Um, so, he, his, like, him coming back with an elbow, I wish they could have stuck with the clone, the clone uh, route, but they decided to go with the route of, like, him living through the blast somehow, even though we saw, like, blue sparks at the end of, like... No, it's actually, he didn't survive. In the movie, um, he said, he even said to himself in the movie oh. that he died. Okay. So what I've seen was that, basically, and this was a fault in the movie, they didn't make this clear, um, but they might go back and do some more, I think they're going to do more stuff with Palpatine to explain, like, how he survived and everything like that. Okay. But, um, what they were basically saying was that he transferred his essence. So he did die, um, but he ended up he ended up hopping into, like, the essence of, like, a stormtrooper or whatever. And then he basically kept doing that until he, like, built Snoke, basically. Right. And Snoke basically was Palpatine. Um, not as powerful by far, not any of that. But, like, that's what all those Snoke clones are for, because Palpatine was just going to keep transferring his essence into Snoke. Um, it doesn't explain, like, how Palpatine got his, like, decrepit, like, morbid body back. Or right. anything like that. But that's basically what, what that was, is that when he died, he, like, transferred his essence. And that's... That's been established through Legends that he could do that. Right. And he even talked about it when like, he was telling Ray to kill him. So he was like, if you kill me, I'm just going to transfer my essence into you. Right. You're going to be all the same. Because someone was like, yeah, that, um... <laughs> so that, I guess all that uh, mess he said about Darth Vader, uh, about, like, uh, there are ways you can bring back loved ones and stuff like that, was actually kind of true. It wasn't, like, yeah, was necessarily bullshit. <laughs> it was, like, it's, I... Guess in a way, some people say that kind of downgrades, uh, like, um, him being very manipulative of a, of a person. Like, uh, uh, yeah, if you join the dark side, you get a ultimate power and stuff like that. Or, uh, you guys should elect me as the Senate because I'm such a, like, a good person. I don't think he never like said at all, though, because at the end of the day, he never taught Vader that skill. He never wrote it again. No. So he's still alive. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if he was a real skill, he still didn't show Vader. Right, right. Uh, that's my thing, you know, you do whatever you want, <laughs> um, like, uh, the, uh, the other thing that people also, uh, said that they, um, did like was, uh, I guess we'll get this out of the hand, is romance, um, oh, you're done with that scene where Poe literally met the Spice Runner, and then ten minutes later, they're like, Poe, come with me, wait, I want to escape, it can just be me and you, we can escape from all of this, man, and he said, no. Yeah. Well, no, that's not ten minutes. They had history together. Yeah. What, know, that that they told us. Like, I, I don't. The audience don't know. Had history, like, and that's the thing. <laughs> to us, the audience, she's just a random person who was literally having to freaking blow your brains out just because you left me. Like, and to to romance, I was like, no, sure. If they have history, fine. It just make make that with the audience. I would so be. So we can feel emotionally attached. I would be 
really interested if that person under the mask was the uh, woman who blew herself up. Asthma? Uh, no, no, the, the woman who oh died <laughs> from the hyperspeed fucking thing. Oh my it, god, did like, she somehow survived? Yeah. That, would, that would be a twist. I would oh. be highly interested in that <laughs> and be like, also, this is where you end up in, and like, no wonder he has the romance with you and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but we never really got to even see her face. So how do I... That whole plot line was rushed. I think this movie just had to be... They had to pack so much into it that, yeah, there's a lot of things that they should have and could have explored and they didn't. Uh, If they could have redone this trilogy, I think they should have revealed that Rey was a Palpatine in the fifth movie. Or, sorry, in the middle movie. Because it was set up perfectly. Like, they set it up perfectly in the last movie. And you're just like, oh, your parents were nothing. Like, they could have just skipped all that, had the reveal that she was a Palpatine, had the struggle between light and dark in that movie. Yeah, yeah if you're gonna go full on uh, uh, going off the uh, to, to, uh, the coattail uh, coat of the original, you might as well just keep on going full on. You just, yeah, and then <laughs> they, they didn't have to reveal that Palpatine was gonna come back in the uh, last movie. I think that was a good surprise for this one. Right. They could have at least revealed that she was a Palpatine. I think that would have given everything so right. much more of an emotional gravity. I think it would have had her like struggle and conflict. Yeah. They could have explored that in that movie. And then they could have used this movie to tie up the loose ends with like people's backgrounds and their love stories and like Finn with the Force and all that stuff. And that's right. the reason why I hate the third movie is because the fact that the second movie is so bad because after all, all the stuff they put into the third movie, breaking a Palpatine, oh, uh, yeah, Poe, no, Poe meeting this random dude broke, I mean that one random girl, just everything felt rushed because it was the third movie and they were just trying to go and just put all this in here. If they put this on the second movie, then I'd bam. I'd actually have no problem with the third movie at that point. I would legit have no problems if I judge it as a regular movie. Right. And uh, because of that second movie, that's the reason why I have to like this. Sure, if I give it a, if I give it a curve, it's a fine movie, but I'm not. Now, um, that that we're now we're um, I want to real quick go back to romance and stuff like that. There is something that uh, um, let's just get off um off of everyone's shoulders and stuff like that. Oh. Is, is the relationship uh well. Actually, um, not that, not the one that you're thinking, Jess. Um, oh no. Uh, let's talk about Finn, uh, Ray, and Rose. That, oh, that, that. That shitty, weird yeah, romance. Rose got shafted. Got, yeah, shafted real hard. But here's the thing, though. Uh, there's a theory going around, and I wish <laughs> that would have been very. <laughs> oh, the first. Uh, Three way in Star Wars. I think it's interesting. <laughs> Not what the Force would want, but you know. The theory is that um, Ben had this thing that he wanted to say to Ray all throughout the movie, and it was I blank. Wait, Never. that's right. Didn't he have something to say in the beginning of the movie anyway? That's right. Yeah. He, like, he kept they, they kept he kept being stopped from saying it and stuff like that. And, he, and at some point, they just dropped it all together. I forgot that. What was he going to say? Well, J.J. Abrams had an interview, um, and he was basically saying that Finn was just trying to tell Ray that he was Force-sensitive. And I feel like I feel like that's like a very unsatisfying answer. Because, like, uh, was that really it? That's what he said, yeah. That's what he said in the interview after the movie came out. And it's like... Dude, like, while they're dying, why would you just come out and be like, Ray, I never told you that I was Force-sensitive. Like, that would be a horrible time. 
I thought, okay, well, that's good. Well, well, I mean, that's, I guess it's canon because he said it, so that's what. Okay, I guess it. that's what. Okay, well, then that really uh, bugs me because then uh, the theory was is that um, he was going to say, I'm gay. It, oh, wow. <laughs> and that would have, like. Everyone kept saying. Okay, I think Star Wars fanboys might have been mad because they're tend to not be the most welcoming and opening people. Hence, everyone freaking out when uh, Finn was first announced, and everyone was like, oh my god, a black stormtrooper? What? Do you guys remember that controversy? I yeah. don't remember this. Yeah. yeah, everyone on the internet flipped out when, like, it was a trailer, and Finn took off his helmet, yeah. and he was black, and everyone was like, how is there a black stormtrooper? Not knowing that, like, stormtroopers not clone troopers. There, there's a difference. And he got harassed yeah, he all got the harassed way. Yeah, harassed everything. Yeah, uh, and, and you know what? Uh, he got his fucking revenge in the end. So now he's on Twitter posting about, uh, yeah, best from Mets, Ray and um, uh, uh, Kylo. And so oh he's just God. rubbing it in the face. Like, like, and you know what? He deserves it because yeah. he could have easily ended up like uh, Jar Jar Binks' actor. Yeah, exactly. So he did a great. He was definitely not a problem in this trilogy at all. No. I actually like Finn's character a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he, he he was the wondering of uh, what. Uh, I said more the wandering eye, the 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 person that is so new to this world that they don't they're in this uh, form of wonderness. Uh, like yeah. so, when Harry Potter is introduced into the world of wizardry, he has that wandering uh, like eye, like oh, what what world is this and stuff like that. He yeah. doesn't know all the other characters. Like what are you talking about? This is normal. This is just everyday thing and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so he worked as that character, and uh, you saw him grow. Over time, and now he's just—he's just, he's just uh, the the—he's um, his own character, along with like Paul and the rest of them. But yeah, everyone wanted him to be like gay, because I think it would have been—I think it would have been an interesting storyline. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and Finn and um, Paul oh, were a thing. Right. Oh, I bet all the freaking fangirls would just be all over that. <laughs> okay, what was up with Paul kept interrupting him like? Stopping him from saying what he uh, wanted to say, then. Like, uh, he was going to say something to Ray, and then um, Paul just came in and was like, uh, What are you trying to say to her? Like, what, what's up? And well, it like, sounded like he was going to like tell her later, because Ray had brought it up, and then he was like, Not now, or something like that. And then like Poe was like, Oh, are you going to wait for when I'm not here? Right. Which I still think is weird. Like, why would you just say it while, if it was the force sensitive thing, why would you just say it right. with him there? It, it, if it was the gay thing, then that would make things like, like, what, why would you care if he's gay or not? Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. uh, that would also be like, he's like, I never told you something. Right, I'm gay. Oh, okay. How does that help me now? That makes sense. Uh, 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 no wonder you're not um, attached to... You weren't attached to Rose. You weren't attached to Black Girl. You weren't... Um, attached yeah. to her? Like, yeah. you kind of, like, ignored. I oh, mean, like, wait, they were... Talks to Rose, like, what, twice? No, I mean, even Ray, though. Like, even Ray. Like, the first one kind of hinted at them maybe having something. Right. After the first one, they're really not... Yeah. yeah. They're just, like, friends. Like, he doesn't seem to... Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I was just laughing when I saw it. I was like, sure... When we saw when we saw Rose, it was kind of awkward, and then never, never again. That's it. Then we found out Rose is like the Rose is lesbian or whatever at the end of that. And like, okay, yeah. Uh, I'd, I, I again, I, I'd be down 
for that uh, the uh, gay aspect and stuff like that. But the force sensitive thing just I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Cause if he's force sensitive, then like where was it, he every time he's Ray was fighting Hello Red? Then it, it like, I mean, like he can't. Obviously, being sensitive is not him being able to use it. Right. Like young young Anakin, the Phantom Menace was like force sensitive, but he obviously yeah. couldn't use it until he became like a Jedi. Yeah. And trained. You know what was interesting though? Um, someone said, uh, "Okay, if he's gay." Then the, that guy who screamed out "traitor" in the beginning of the movie was just like made sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no wonder he is so angry about that, like of him being a traitor. Wait, that was probably his lover. You also have some an angry scream. Who knows? They might have had a, might have been in a rubble. The world may never know. Like someone said, yeah, that T R A R guy that we named, uh, that should have been his like main antagonist throughout the whole movie and yes. stuff like that. Like, yeah. Captain Phasma was a really good one, too. But, like, there was something about that guy. He took that personally. Like, you traitor! He threw yeah. down his shield, his blaster. Like, nah, we're taking this physically. Like, <laughs> you were the chosen one! Right. <laughs> uh, I, I would have been down if that was the underlining story of, of these three movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's what some other people's problem is, though, is that Disney always plays it, like, safe and corporate, and they want to make sure that these movies can be sold to, like, China, so they don't try to do anything too controversial, or to anything that can, right. like, be, like, you know, so, so play it safe, Disney. Someone told me that there was a deleted scene from uh, The Last Jedi that had uh, the mate, like, Captain Phasma dying by the hands of Finn. Oh, like what? way more significant. Mm. That that would have made a lot more sense because um, apparently, like uh, uh, the whole underlying thing is that uh, she's like, you're nothing but a traitor. Yeah, you let um, uh, your shitty emotions uh, get the best of you and stuff like that, and that's why you're where you are now. And then Finn says some shit to her that made her like go off on her end and make her made her feel sloppy. Therefore. Making his uh, making his counterpoint being uh, you're just as human as I am and stuff like that, and then making her end more significant than anything of him overcoming his own past. Yeah. So I would have loved to see um, that for that to have been the original scene, but just like everything else, you know, like you said, like Disney plays it safe. So yeah, um, and everyone's gonna be like, well, they had that like lesbian kiss at the end, but it was so quick. And it was its own like shot. They could easily take that out when they need right. to break yeah. China. They could cut that out easily. That, that's so dumb. <laughs> but um, maybe in the deep south, too. yeah, like, like, <laughs> they could easily just take out that scene. Uh, like, I'm okay with it. Was so brief. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, so okay, let's uh, talk about Kylo Ren and Raven. So oh, I still remember when they kissed. I busted up laughing. Just because, sure, throughout the entire series, you were expecting this. Then they'll finally, you know, be a couple. But it was just given the fact that, like, oh, Ray and Kyler were dead. She came back. She won. She suddenly died because I guess she used the Force too much. And then she got back, brought back to life. I was just in such a state. I was like, what is even happening? Why? Well, okay, that, that concept of using, I feel like you're stuck on that. 
But that's been, like, reiterated throughout this entire trilogy. Right. Um, and a little bit more so through Legends throughout was the idea that you have a finite use of the Force. Mm-hmm. And if you use all of it, then you're basically dead. And it happened with Luke. It happened with um, it happened with Leia. And it, it happened with Rey. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if there are other examples in the other trilogies. I don't think there are. <laughs> but I think it's in Legends, too, though. Uh, oh, probably. Yeah, um, just because because all that was happening, I just couldn't take it seriously. I would uh, I, I would be super okay if like uh, okay if you showed me like a scene in which uh, um I, I thought about it like over time. I was thinking like uh, let's think back to like uh, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender and stuff like that. Uh, Katara grew a sort of like a pettiness for Suzuko and stuff like that. Um, um, like, when they were trapped uh, by Azula in the Earth Kingdom and stuff like that, she finally found a side of him that you can be reasonable with and stuff like that. The whole thing of, like, Ben, like, being uh, almost killed by Luke, that that's a good enough reason to pity him. Like, he, it wasn't his fault and stuff like that. He was just scared, and, you know, he was angry that he was betrayed by Luke, the person that he looked up to the most. And so he had to go to something, someone that could truly, he can be trusted by, and, yeah, and, so, uh, I guess that would be understandable, like, if you show me a scene of which them, like, trapped together, connecting, and stuff like that, which I guess the best you could do with that courtroom scene, and stuff like that, of them working together, but I'd rather they just had stayed good friends, and stuff like that, and maybe, like, you, uh, off-screen over time, they just grew to uh, like each other, like, um, uh, I just don't know about the whole relationship scene and stuff like that. But it was cool to see Kylo turn into, like, a Jedi for the last, like, part of the, the movie and stuff like that. Um, uh, by the way, I, I guess we're all agreeing to the best actor in this movie was. And that was the Emperor. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the, like That performance was, like, insane. Right. I saw it twice and both times. It was, like, chilling. It was, like, scary. It was, like... He made himself, like, very much larger than life. Right. He was so ethereal, and I thought that that was, like, a great performance from him. He, even uh, seeing, like, posters and things like that, people were saying, oh, shit, shit's about to get real. The Emperor's back. And yeah. so um, he's, like, the biggest deal. Even in the the... Uh, in the uh, movie itself, in the universe, everyone who hears Palpatine is still alive. And I was like, oh shit, we're out of here. We're not doing it. That is like, I don't think we've ever seen him this powerful. Mm-mm. Where you just fucking shoot up lightning and take down all those battleships. Oh my god. Right. Yeah, that scene, I was like, what the heck? I was, that's very, that was not what I was expecting until the last time I saw Emperor was literally him just shooting lightning at what? He, he, or something? Yeah. He, said, he said the missing point of become uh, achieving ultimate power was Ray, and then uh, taking out the only other Sith in uh, the universe uh, besides the, the Knights of Ren. I, I don't know if that shit is. Probably the direction Sith, yeah. Yeah. Um, but him being like the only Sith um, slash Force user, that's a lot of power in itself. So... He could pretty much take down a whole army if he wanted to, and it really shows. Yeah. So that that was one of the coolest parts of seeing. Uh, 
how powerful he can really get on his own. He he doesn't even need a lightsaber or anything like that. Even though he's really good with it uh, by itself. Uh, I went back to him. I told Justice I went back to watch the Clone Wars and him going up against um, Darth Maul and his brother at the same time. Yeah, I saw the that. coolest I fucking that. scene. <laughs> so um, I remember looking at the comments and I was like. Oh look, it's the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are all the Sith cool? I'm not supposed to be rooting for the bad guy. It, that's the sad thing about all these like uh, variations of Star Wars is you're always rooting for the bad guy. <laughs> the Sith are like they have the coolest powers. They're like way stronger than the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. uh we're running a- almost out of time. Um. Uh, is there anything I, uh, you guys want to talk about the last Jedi or the Rise of Skywalker um, before uh, we move move on to like Mandalorian and uh, talk about that for a little bit and then be done? Nah, uh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm so my piece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we all, I think we pretty much gave the same kind of rating um, for this movie, um, or at least uh, no, me and you. Thing ever. Hey, 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 whoa, that's just a little extreme. I just didn't, I just said I didn't like it. That's it. That's a little extreme, man. I gave it a solid, well, I guess not solid, a 5.5. Like, it could have been better. It got, thank God it wasn't Last Jedi or it wasn't worse. But, um, uh, I think you gave it, like, uh, I gave it, like, 6.5. 6. I think 5. I would, uh, okay. I'd probably put it at, I'd probably give it a 7. Okay. Yeah, I'll end with a seven. Yeah, because even if you're not like a huge, I, I, I've talked to people who weren't huge Star Wars fan, they, they like this movie. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, and Justice, you thought, uh, what was your rating? Oh shoot, let's see here. I'll give it a five, just because. Five. Again. Okay. The second movie messed up. Everything felt forced and rushed. And just, that's what got me. Just a solid five, not even. Like, a solid five. A solid five. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm in the middle. I guess I'm just in the middle between YouTube. I, I think this is, like, not the, its best, but I think it could have also been worse. <laughs> but uh, it, it's good for what it's worth. So that's the end of that. I'm glad we're done with this part of Star Wars. Obviously, uh, I'm not going to say uh, this is the end of a Star Wars movie, because they have, like, KOTOR in mind, and... Uh, oh, yeah, they got a lot of plans. It'll probably, before we get another trilogy, my guess is that Disney will probably wait at least three years. What do you guys think? Yeah, hey, three, maybe that. four years. I think they should, I at least think they should wait at least three yeah. years. Maybe, uh, like, little small, small one-off movies, but before they do, like, a, a build-up series, I'd say a bare minimum of three years. Continue what you're doing with Mandalorian and these, like, series, and I, I, they're supposed to be bringing Cold Wars back. Um, oh, that's so cool! Yeah, yeah it's gonna be a different, like it's gonna be more closer to the Rebels animation style, right? Or uh, it's gonna be closer to the original style. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, so highly interested. Let's see where that goes. Uh, um, Anakin looks different, and he has more longer hair. So I guess it's going to the border of three. Oh, so it's getting closer to episode three. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let's see where that goes. Um. Yeah, I would be high, I'd be really interested if they do one that's in between Rebels and Clone Wars, in which we see. Is it season seven, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, uh, I, I want to see 
One with the talk about like uh, the shit that Darth Vader did uh, in his days, like early Empire days. That uh, I, I I was sitting here like before we started the podcast, uh, just um, hearing me listen to like the stories of like Darth Vader and the shit that he did. Uh, he fucking uh, th- did you know that one time he had like uh, uh, a woman who was super into like him as Darth Vader and what was under his mask uh, that. Um, uh, he, he thought nothing of her. Like she was like uh, almost a Harley Quinn. Like she was obsessed with the dark, a uh, dark figure and stuff like that. And then he just snapped her neck like she was nothing, and then just kept on going. But yeah. So uh, speak, speaking of like good Star Wars property and uh, um, Mandalorian, um, it hit its last season. Um, or his last episode of the season, um, and uh, I guess we just come out and say it. That fucking episode was really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they brought in the fucking dark saber. Right. Oh yeah. I was the moment. The moment that dude's. I was telling Justice. The moment that dude's thing crashed. Yeah. I was like, they need to go to that spot. And make sure that dude's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they just immediately left the planet. I was like, no, this dude's still gonna be alive. Yeah, I need to do double tap. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta double tap. That right. dude was way too powerful. There you go. Uh, I told. Uh, um, I told Justice one of the best scenes. Uh, it, that's on the par of like the courtroom scene from the oh, Last Jedi uh, was yeah. the scene of the the nanny robot. Bursting into town on the speeder, just oh, shooting yeah. everyone up with the baby on his back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this scene is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he's, go- he's scrolling b- uh, by like uh, stormtroopers, just pow, 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 yeah. and hit two of them while Jawa's like, oh shit. <laughs> so uh, one, one thing I didn't like, though, was they put up that large gun. And the dude was like, oh, I'll give you until nightfall to make this decision. I was like, that doesn't do anything. I was like, wait, that everything set up. Why are you not blasting at them? Why are you giving them so much time to do this? Like, that's like, why would you give them so much time to figure out an escape? Especially because they had a whole army of people. You could have just sent yes. troopers in to like, get the baby night force. Exactly. And, and, like, you know how hard it is uh, to be a star trooper? Because literally they were talking about, um, like, in the, uh, in the beginning, like, yo, uh, we got the, uh, baby right here. Oh, hold on. The moth is talking right now. He shot a guy for talking. Uh, <laughs> uh give us a sec. Um, uh, we'll get the message out, but, um, oh, it's going to be a while. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make a comment about how useless their freaking, how awful their aim is, honestly. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're just trying to jiggle it around like, like it's not the blaster right like I like that interaction with these two um, I don't think they were clones at the time I think they were just actual do bros because they're just talking uh, like um, uh, hey so did you ever get a uh, look at that thing uh, no not really why you want to see it like that that baby is. I know he's like fifty years old, but like that baby is tough for being yeah, a baby. I don't think I've heard that baby cry not once in this like whole season. freaking fire! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he freaking fire! He freaking shot force lightning. No, not force lightning. Oh no. my god, that would be cool. <laughs> uh, um, oh, baby Yoda using force lightning—that would be the best. 
that 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 baby is like I, I know um the problem in uh the other Star Wars like Last Jedi is um Ray was like uh a what what's the word they call it like a Mary Sue? Yeah, um uh, Mary Sue. No yeah, she's just like super powerful off the bat and stuff like that. Why does that not work for her, but this works for the baby and stuff like that? Like, are just used to like Yoda being like super strong. That if he had a baby version, would be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I have I have my theory, but it's probably not a popular one. <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. Like, obviously, uh, Star Wars Dubros are yeah be worse than. I don't know, it probably does not help Ray the fact that she's a woman, let's be real. Uh, but, um, yeah. Because <laughs> realistically, if she was a dude, no one would have a problem with her power and balance at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that that's your usual Star Wars fans and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's even sad. Um, I don't know if you guys... Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, um, before, I, I forgot to mention from uh, uh, Rise of the Skywalker, there is one lore that I was Tell Justin I was safe for you guys that they they released um uh when they they released a uh visual dictionary uh for this new Star Wars Those are always so cool. yeah uh but in this they revealed something that I not no one even knew like uh so you remember the black girl yeah um yeah, I think her name was uh, Jaina or Jana or something like that who cares uh, this. <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna spin off, so you might need to care. Well, Lando cares because remember the scene where yeah, he's like, "So where are you from?" and stuff like that, and she's like, "I don't know." Like, just so, uh, he's so like, "Let's, let's go find, find out." All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys pick from that scene? Like, what? Did oh you my guys... God, Lando's her dad. Am I right? Did you look that up? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I literally just, you know, thought about that for two seconds. <laughs> no, I immediately, when immediately seeing the scene, right, I was yeah. like, Lando, they're going to make Lando her dad, but I thought that was stupid. I was like, why are you connecting all these okay. characters? Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was about to all. say, like... Fuck <laughs> it all. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah. I, uh, some people thought, like, oh, he's going to just try to fuck her or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what I had for that scene. <laughs> and uh, when people started finding out, like, oh, 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 like, oh. You know, <laughs> happy that they were wrong. I, I'm glad that that's not the case, but still, what, why didn't you say that before? Like, that's weird. Like, I think that implied it heavily. That's why I knew that that's where they were going, but I was just like, this is, this is dumb. Like, you don't... You have to connect every single new character to, like, past characters yeah. through Bloodline. Like, you just don't have to do that, and I think it's done. Right. So, yeah, that that was that scene that I thought was, oh, I didn't think that, but that that is pretty dumb. That makes the movie a little bit dumber <laughs> than we yeah, are. dumb, even. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, back to Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so, um... Really, I like how everything came together in this episode. Like all the characters that we met throughout this, they had their own part, and now the Mandalorian is free to do whatever he wants. Now he's not being hunted down. But the next mission objective is to take this little to find kid. The Yodas, right? To find or or, also, that that just uh, that also goes to show you just how powerful Sidious is, because like. Yeah. 
if Baby Yoda could do all that, imagine like how powerful at like what eight hundred and something years old Yoda was. Right. And Darth Sidious at uh, the time that he fought Yoda was like in his fifties, and he was going like toe to toe with him. Right. Like that's crazy how powerful he, he, Sidious is. Like yeah, uh, um, there I was looking at like uh, things about uh, Yoda's race, and yeah, the Force is their religion almost. Like so, they had years, centuries. Of experience with the force, so um, obviously they would be so powerful off the bat too. Yeah. So yeah, uh, has to come in and fill that gap. That's like crazy. He's had <laughs> so much less time too. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's that's very interesting to really see um, where this is gonna go. I told Justice. I guess the next mission objective is for uh, this Mandalorian to go and find. Um, uh, Luke's caravan of like Jedi's in training, mm-hmm. so hopefully they won't go off the Last Jedi or, or uh, not Last Jedi. They they won't go off like that sequel stuff. Mm-hmm. They will just go with uh, a different like version where. Well, no, actually, never mind. Um, I forget that in the extended stuff, like when uh, Luke created that whole uh, training of like new Jedi's, they still ended pretty bad. I think some of them actually did die in a horrible way, but I forgot the reason why or who did it. But, yeah, that didn't end very well. But to, to see where that's going to go next is very interesting. So, yeah, that's the next mission, I guess, for him. And then they revealed the black uh, lightsaber. I told Justice, so I'm pretty sure this guy is a Mandalorian. Yeah, I can believe it. Because... Because it wasn't the saber in Mandalorian's care. Yeah. Only one, as far as we know, there's only one, right? Like this is the same one. Yeah. yeah Mandalorian's one. created the black lightsaber, and especially in that style, it looks like almost a sword, almost. Yeah. Um, not yeah. many like say, uh, lightsabers make that kind of like unique form, except yeah. for like uh, when Mandalorians made them. So he even has like armor plating that almost looks like uh, a Mandalorian's armor. Oh shit. So. All he's missing is the mask. It looks like it, there's a mask that comes with that whole getup too. He's wearing a cape. Who so, knows? He could have just took his mask off. Once looks like he betrayed his uh, his kind. Which makes sense. Why they like? Um, makes sense because he's black. And there's no black people in the empire. You know what? That that yeah. works. <laughs> well, but uh, I'm thinking it makes sense why the Mandalorians just saved that whole town from him destroying it. Why would they show up there? Why would they care? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's true. Um, I told Justice, um... And how they all got wiped out, like, it would make sense if he was a Mandalorian. It would make perfect sense. Right. And how wh- he knows the dude's name. So he's just the final boss true. of the Mandalorian television series. Yeah. And hey, it takes a Mandalorian to defeat a Mandalorian. Yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's television right there. Uh, the other thing, the cool thing I didn't realize that I, I looked up, uh, the armor that, um, he's wearing as well... It can deflect um, uh, lightsabers, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, lightsabers can't cut through like Mandalorian armor, apparently. Okay, well, you have to find, find like the sweet spots. Mm. Ah, that's, so, that's some news right there. Uh, <laughs> like, um, what? How come like Mace Windu cut off like Jabba or um, Jango Fett's like head, like cleaning off? That's because. He aimed for the neck area, like, really good and stuff like that. He oh, wasn't wow. looking for to shove it in his, like, heart or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's cool. Um, 
so yeah, um, you what do you guys think is going to be the next part of like Mandalorian? Um, it's hard to say. They, I want them to find the Yoda species, though. I think that would be really cool. Right. They just learn more about the Jedi. That's the only way I can see. It's just, bam, while on their search for finding Jedi or Yoda's race in particular. Who knows? Maybe someday they might give a name to Yoda's race. Maybe. Uh, Either that, or they're just like, oh my gosh, the Jedi, they existed. And, you know, they're in the shit that, uh, that everyone in the audience knows about the Force. Right. Just all over again. There, right. there you go. <laughs> Alright, uh, so yeah, uh, that was all of um, what we thought about Star Wars of like last year, pretty much. Um, and yeah, I think that pretty much wraps things up. Uh, uh, thank you guys for coming on to the podcast. I'm always happy to have you guys on. No problem. Um, uh, I try. <laughs> I live here, so I mean, I don't really try at all, really. Uh, yeah, th- th- thanks for me. Um, You're welcome. Um, so yeah, uh, hope to have you guys on in the future and we're not running on uh, such, we're not running at such speed, by the way, sorry about that, um, like, of uh, how long this is taking, um, oh, but I'm yeah. I'm starving right now, this is, once yeah. it's done, I'm going to get food. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in, uh, this is Something Wicked Podcast, uh, we'll see you next time, say bye guys. Goodbye, Adios. guys.